Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Fake Nerd Podcast, episode 109. Wow. 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 We're here. Wow. Uh, I'm Brandon T. McClure. With me, as always, Ryan Leopolis. It's me. We're here. Sparkplug Wikwitty. Hey, yo. Ben Magnet. Hi. How you guys doing? It's been a whole week since we did an episode. It feels like an eternity in the nerd world. Yeah. Yeah. We took a, we took a week off. We went to Disneyland it's, all together. It's been a whole two weeks. It has. You're right. You said a whole week. Shut up. We that would be normal. One times two. <laughs> Uh, you know the golden rule of the podcast. You can't go to a pot. Can't go to a, a theme park. Yep. Cert- you podcast. certainly can't go as an entire podcast and have a podcast. <laughs> but yes. you know what? We needed the break, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, what you guys? You guys had a lot of fun. I hope yeah. you guys did. Yeah, Disneyland's yeah. great. I love standing in lines. Yeah. Line. Line. Uh, yeah. You no, got to go to California Adventure for the first time. It was really nice. Yeah, that Guardians ride is freaking dope, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah. And because it was my first time, the lady there was like, "Hey, I'm gonna let you and all your friends go again for free." Like, here's like, fast like pass. with a fast pass. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, man, just thank you. Thank you, lady. That was yeah. great. That was a lot of fun. I'm yeah, glad we did it. It was yeah. too. Yeah, we got a good group going. We, we did. I actually got to try a cookie num num. Yeah, oh, we yeah. all got a cookie so, num num. Okay, so seriously, that credit coaster, it's awesome. I mean, it they didn't really do anything cool. to attract, but I love what they did with it. And um, the fact that they you go down that. The just to clarify, loop, because you said. I, they didn't do anything with the track, but I love what they did with it. They did something to the yeah, ride. They did, they did like, they didn't like, the track is the same. They, yeah, they just put some new dressing on it. They added yes. some new stuff above it. Like yeah. the, when you go into the second circle, there's like uh, uh, Jack-Jack's laser eyes and Violet's trying to block yeah, them. Yeah, it's really cool. But the second big hill that you go through, um, you have Mr. Incredible say, num num cookie, cookie num num, mm-hmm. and it smells like cookies. Yeah, it's crazy. And then when you get off the ride, you can buy cookies. Also take pictures of little Edna and she'll, she'll make fun of your outfit. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the whole Pixar pier was really fun. Yes, yeah, uh, I was really happy to finally go. To finally go. I feel bad because I uh, didn't get. I, <laughs> I tried. We tried. We all of us played that a stupid beanbag toss. Oh, trying to get the Heimlich. To trying to get a Heimlich for a friend of ours and uh, eighty dollars wasted. We were we were just there the <laughs> other day and they changed it to bean balls. It's really? not beanbags anymore. It's bean balls. Is it better? Yeah, still didn't right. win, but yeah, it's <laughs> better. <laughs> um, Same outcome. You guys also got to go on the Jurassic Park ride for the last time. Yes. Twice. Yeah. We yeah. did that twice. Ryan and I did. I got real wet that first time. Yeah. We said we said goodbye to Jurassic Park. Yeah. I'm really Before Jimmy that. Fallon ruins yeah. it. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I really, really hope not. I was so glad we did the studio tours. I don't know when the last time you did that was. Oh, it's been recent. They yeah. have cut down on Jimmy Fallon oh, yeah. on oh, the yeah. studio tours, and oh, I'm yeah. so, so glad. They're yeah. like, yeah, we're just gonna edge this out a little. Thank yeah. you, Lord. They I, still kind of do a little bit of the same jokes, little. but it's nowhere near as aggressive as it was. No, no, no the no, last no. time I was on Studio Tour, one of the parts of Jimmy found that I just, I mean, I, I recite because I make fun of it. Is the part where you go through old Mexico, it's where yep. all the westerns were uh-huh, shot, uh-huh. and Jimmy Fallon's like he's in like a two face style outfit where half white, half black is like half a villain. And oh not. yeah, yeah, that, that was classic Jim. It's like, oh, that I was hated. I hated that bit. That and was then, garbage. And this time I wasn't on it, or it wasn't on the tour, so I was like, yeah, they oh, finally was, got rid of that for us. Oh yeah, it was for us. It's been I on it for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's enough about Jimmy I, Fallon. I this is too small of a town for you, Jimmy Fallon. Not if I can help it, Jimmy Fallon. I hate, I hate that, that joke well. so much. <laughs> How was your guys' week? It was our two weeks. How was your guys' two weeks? Yeah. Magical. Yeah. Right? right. You yeah. say magical? Yeah. yeah. I got, you, you watched almost the full season I'll of Twin edit, Peaks? I'll edit you saying magical out, though, because oh. you can't say that. Oh. It's a dirty word. We're now, we're now an explicit podcast. Oh, am I? Is it because I'm a muggle? <laughs> no, but uh, uh, we watched some How to Train Your Dragons. We did multiple dragons. We did. Uh, we watched some Neighbors. Why did yes. you guys decide to watch How to Train Your Dragon? By the way, 
Uh, my girlfriend and my mother had not seen the second one. Oh, yeah. They movie. found that out because we were at Universal and we were in the DreamWorks Theater and they were like, I think I've seen two. And I was like, <laughs> okay, we should probably do yeah, that. Yeah, because that third they one's look, coming out. They look fantastic on Blu-ray. I remember they the do. first time when I bought the Blu-ray for How to Train Your Dragon and I'm like, Toothless has spots? Yeah. <laughs> Super quick tangent on How to Train Your Dragon. Why can't DreamWorks just put effort into all their movies? Because they can be Pixar. They could be. How to Train Your Dragon was actually the first time where I was like, yeah, you know what? You should win this one. Yeah, yeah. like it's like I've I've seen most of it. They were up against Toy Story. They were up against so. Toy Story three. Oh. Any other year, but like just like the first time that I've seen it in a long time since it came out, like eight years ago. I'm yeah. like the quality of this animation is leaps and bounds better than any other DreamWorks. Thank movie. How to Train Your Dragon for allow for Kung Fu Panda two and three to be so good as yeah. as they are. I was like, yeah. man, like they we could have a rival Pixar studio, but I feel like they just boss baby too much. Just get out of here. Too much, yeah, but the, I mean. There are DreamWorks classics like Kung Fu Panda, How to Train a Dragon. Megamind's really good. Yeah, but that's old stuff. And I mean, like, they're not they're not trying they're not putting enough effort into their scripts on yeah. on average. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, well, it's not like they don't have Crudes. Good, good efforts. Crudes yeah. is really Crudes, good. Yeah. Crudes, Crudes was Crudes is good. Stunning and yeah. so shocking. Crudes is coming out, right? Nope. No. They canceled it. Yeah. Wah, when wah, when wah. Universal bought DreamWorks Animation. Uh, they canceled a ton of their animated slate because Illumination because they ha- they can't compete with Illumination, which is also theirs. That's pretty rude to the Crudes. Yeah. How do you feel about the Bookhouse Boys? They they canceled a Hugh Jackman musical, DreamWorks animated film. Yeah. What was he flushed away? Oh, that's you, McGregor. <laughs> no, that <laughs> no, was that's Hugh Jackman. Oh, is it really? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so he got one. <laughs> well, it's not a musical, but eh, toilets are fun. I'm, I'm loving the Bookhouse Boys. Good. Uh, Twin Peaks is my favorite show, as I mentioned many times before, and we almost finished season you one. You won TV TV fights with that. Answer. I did. The one point I got was because of Twin Peaks, so yeah. like as a special place in my heart. But once uh, upon a time when we were on TV fights, yes, uh, eight years ago. Uh, <laughs> but like the the sexiest thing I've ever heard anyone ask me is, or was like, "Can we watch another Twin Peaks episode?" And I'm just like, it just like it makes me so happy, and I'm glad that my friends get to enjoy my favorite show. And I'm you guys seem to actually like it, what makes oh, me yeah. feel real good. Because if I would have been talking about this for so long, and then you guys didn't like it, I'd be like, "Well, I'm out of luck." Yeah, <laughs> we're. we're real happy speaking of favorite show i finished voltron season seven that's nice i feel like that's the sixth season just came out this year too right yeah and the eighth season will come out at the end of this year and then it'll be done forever that's a lot of production 78 episodes in total that's real fast that's still a good huge tv show it's uh more than avatar the last airbender and legend of Korra. yeah wow yeah dang i'm really bummed Mm -mm. oh wait avatar the last airbender was 22 episodes a season uh-huh. But just like four seasons, three oh, seasons. Oh, you're saying individually, not combined. Not combined. I'm like, Last uh, Airbender and Korra are definitely more than okay. 78 not episodes combined. combined. No, no yeah. sorry, not combined. Sorry. I, I, I understand now. Yeah. I, I was, was like, no. Yeah, it's the same production studio who does it. So that's why I was saying. No, like, I gotcha. So it's the longest animated show as far as I know. Um, and it's fantastic. And I'm going to be really sad. This last season was amazing. And I couldn't sit down watching it because I was just so hyped for what was happening on the screen. Each the last two seasons have ended with like a three episode long fight sequence, and oh. it's been fantastic. Like Dragon Ball Z, <coughs> but better. Yeah, we get it. We'll watch it someday. I really hope hey, you guys will. I eventually, yeah, man. Uh, but now that like Ben started, he he like he like teased me with. It. He's like, hey, I watched a couple episodes, and I'll never watch anymore. And then four months later, <laughs> well, <laughs> then I got sucked into the I got sucked into something called My Hero Academia. Which yes, yes, they just oh, high-fived. Yes. That, best that best was theme song, season one. Season two theme song, not as good. <laughs> Sorry, season two. Well, you're only halfway through season two. There's another theme song. In it cannot there be is. better than that sick-ass guitar solo. Remember Gurren Logan that had like three ending, se- ending themes per season? God, I love Gurren yeah, Logan. It's so still cool. For it's one season per season? Yeah, I'll consider it two seasons. Uh, it's two parts. No, no. That's a short. I mean, it's sort of. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> but I'm pretty far on my Hero Academia. How far? Uh, Stain. I just passed him. Oh, yeah. Yo, he's ahead of you. Oh, I got to catch up shit. <laughs> yes, you do. And uh, the other week, uh, last week, I uh, watched something that I'm actually surprised that I actually hated and it makes me scared for Aquaman. Oh, I, oh, I no, don't no, think no, you need no, to no, worry no, no, about no. Aquaman. You definitely shouldn't be worried. What he is talking about... I saw uh, I saw Justice League Throne of Atlantis. Oh, yeah, we're okay. talking about this. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. should not... That's not even. It's not They're the same not creative comparable team. at all. I yeah. know. Like it's like you can't be like. But it looks. I like saw Justice League War. No, I saw Justice League Doom. So that means that Justice League is going to be a good movie. That's literally the connection you said. Yeah, you, you know. But here's the thing: Justice League Throne of Atlantis. Like, if you get rid of all the Justice League stuff, like you sweep away um, all their things, it's Aquaman being found by Mera to take uh, to take the throne away from King Orm, who also fights the Trench. That's, that's, they, and they, Black Manta instigates the whole story, thing. Though. They combine the Throne of Atlantis with with uh, Aquaman's origin story, which yeah. I find yeah. a little weird in that movie, but yeah. whatever. But I mean, that aside, Shazam I mean, is in that movie, isn't he? He is. Yeah, that's weird. But but that aside, I mean, hopefully when the Aquaman movie comes out, I'll be singing a wholly different tune. But um, just watching that movie. DC animated movies, they used to be so good. They used to be some of the best things ever. Not, yeah. Not anymore. I mean, I... Mean, I, I the pers- last animated film I liked was Justice League Gods of Monsters. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, I don't malign them as much as you guys. I really enjoyed the the Judas Contract, which is the latest Teen Titans Deathstroke. I thought you almost said the Judas Priest. And I was like... No, Judas movie? Contract. Uh, uh, That's on my uh, to watch list. That is the that mature version of the best stuff from the Teen Titans show with Deathstroke and Terra and stuff. That's like... And that has Miguel Ferreira, Agent Albert, as Deathstroke. He's, oh, nice. he's great in it, and that was the last role he did before he died. Yeah, oh, I, okay. I really like... Well, that's a somber note to say this well, part on. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, I like... I preferred the animated movies when they weren't in a continuity. When they flashpointed everything, which I like Flashpoint Paradox. I think it's a pretty good movie. Um, when they decided to just do the same animation style with the same voice actors and just move forward with continuity... Yeah. Uh, you lost the quality. Them. Certainly dropped. They are not yeah. the same level yeah. of quality as those. Like previous you can't movies. hold any of these. Any of the, the continuity movies because, like I said, Justice League: Gods and Monsters is not a continuity movie. Really good. Um, you can't hold these continuity movies to the lengths of like Justice League: Doom, yeah. Justice League: Christ on Two Earths, which are both fantastic movies. I feel uh, James Woods is Elman. Yeah, he's so good. He's a bad person, but Elman's great. <laughs> <laughs> that Elman is, is yeah, awesome. Um, even like uh, Under the Bad Hood, great movie. Oh, that movie's amazing. Yeah, Mask of the Phantasm. I won't count that. That's one. from yeah. the '90s. That's, that's a whole separate thing. That's true. Like, I get that's what true. you're saying. It is a great movie, but I, won't, I don't count it in this like group. Yeah. that we're doing. But uh, I mean, I like Justice League War. It's fine, but there's this part in a uh, Throne of Atlantis where Aquaman you ha- makes the great white sharks come out of the water. You know that scene in Justice League number four where he makes yes. the great whites come out and they eat the parademons, which is really cool. That was awesome. He does that to Black Manta. Yeah. Ever, instead of me just going, "Oh yeah, that's awesome," thinking, "Are you effing kidding me? That's was stupid. that a megalodon?" That's a really big, great white. Was, uh, we should ask Jason Statham. We should have asked Jeff Johns. We should have asked mm. Steve Alton. <laughs> hey, Steve, Steve, Alton. Steve <laughs> Justice League 4, can you tell me? <laughs> no, it's just, I don't know. Boy, you want to you see Steve Alton get thrown by a question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, just watching that movie just rubbed me the wrong way, and I did not like it at I, all. I totally get you, man. Yeah, I just did not. Yeah. All right. What about your But weekend? I did go to a USC game yesterday. That was fun. I saw that. Thanks for inviting me. Uh, you don't like, <laughs> I don't like sports. You shut I don't up. Like sports. Watch, you shut watch him secretly like, actually, Ben, I've been a sports fan this whole time, and I'm just waiting for you to invite me. Thanks, friend. Like, you, you finally <laughs> invite me to a baseball game, and I like know everything. I know more than you. He pulls up his shirt. It's just all tattoos of his favorite <laughs> sports teams. Just You've never all seen across me without a shirt. Beautiful what a you're like, what is this? <laughs> like, I kind of want to do that to my leg, honestly. <laughs> How was your weekend? How was your week? Two weeks, Sparks. How was your two weeks? Good. I mean, I've I've spent it with Ryan. So yes, intimately. 
Into ten it. out wow. of ten. You guys are. Uh, wow. I walk his dog all the wow. time. Wow. Wow. All the time. I lost it. I lost the wow. You lost. Wow. Listen. I've lost it. You got to challenge. Get the echo in there. Wow. 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 I got it. I got, got it back. It. This is a crisis, man. This is a crisis for the on show. How many Earths? Okay. Uh, before we move on, I just want to say searching is great. Definitely go see that one. That was the end of my week. No, I had nothing new. Okay. <laughs> you played one more hour of God of War. I played one more hour of God of War. As Yay. soon as you're done with that game, we're doing a special on it. Yep. Cool. It'll uh, be a couple months. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah searching. I just lifted a boat out of hell. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a good, that I, I, a good level. I know where you're at. You're you're getting there. Yeah, All that's right. a good level. Um, yeah, Searching with John Cho. It's a great movie. Uh, everyone should go see it. Uh, everyone, also, if you, have an, if you have an AMC theater nearby, get AMC A-List. It's a great deal. We're not sponsored by them. You don't have to bring that up. Uh, no, I know. How do you but think you get sponsored by sucking their dicks? You know what? I Ooh. hey, <laughs> I figured I I was I was on now the movie pass sponsored by blowjobs. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so. This episode <laughs> is sponsored by blowjobs. Blowjobs. Um, <laughs> um, no, I I was you know when I got movie pass I was like movie pass is great every episode I'd be like dude get get movie pass at and a time it was great at a time it was great and so now I'm like now I got to give due due credit to AMC A list because now I feel dirty for doing that to movie pass all the time. Well, no, see. I they were good while AMC it lasted. AMC A-list sounds cool if you have AMC theaters near you. Yes, Not that us. is the caveat. <laughs> Not us. Kind of. You guys Listen, have one like, like 20 minutes away. Yeah. 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 It's I'm not like, worth it if you get one that far. Yeah. I yeah, like I movies. It. I like right. passes. Oh, well, before we move on. You want to spend all, all your paychecks on movies. Before we move on, uh, we've got some bad news before we, before we go into our news section. Yes, multiples. Multiple comic book creators have passed away. We're going to highlight three of them yeah. uh, right now because it's just too much. And honestly, I couldn't find the list. I'm sorry. Um, Mary, Mari Severin, uh, who's the co-creator of Spider-Woman, mm-hmm. uh, passed away this week. She was very, uh, very famous anchor and a cartoonist, and she uh, she did a lot of great Marvel stuff in the seventies. Yeah. Like a lot of creators on Twitter were like, she had, was like an unsung hero for a long time. Because oh she yeah. Was, unfortunately, because she was a woman in the industry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now she's getting the credit. Unfortunately, after her passing. Yeah. It was um, the article. The first article I read of this had uh, Jessica Drew, Black Widow from the Ultimate Universe. Ugh. And I was like. I get what you're doing. Fair, but, uh, uh, but no. But could you maybe? But why that one? Yeah. Um, yeah, but it, it, this is you know it's really sad. She was quite old. Yeah. Um, she was one of the original. That's the unfortunate thing, man. Like a lot of a lot of those original creators, they're they're all they're all getting up there in age yeah. now. Yeah. Um, another Gary Friedrich, uh, co-creator of Ghost Rider. Yep. Uh, the Johnny Blaze Ghost Rider, not the, the original ri- Ghost yeah. Rider. There you go. Um, and then Russ Heath, who was a war, a prominent war comics artist. Yeah, uh, back he, when war comics uh, were really he big. drew some of the most realistic looking uh, battle scenes. Uh, that that like I didn't know any of his work, but I was doing research. Like he drew some really incredible stuff. Um, in the in the sixties and seventies, and he did some Marvel covers too, like some horror stuff. Uh, but he was ninety one. He lived a long life. But yeah. uh, it, it's it's getting to the time, man. It's, we're gonna it, start losing a lot gonna, of. We're gonna see a lot of, more uh, of this in yeah. the coming years, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, it's too bad though, but yeah. these people are gone, and luckily for comics, uh, comics are really big. They are not forgotten. Yes. So sad, but at least their legacy will live on forever. Uh, shall we get into our, our, our bread and butter then? Mm, yes, please. And here's your bread and your butter. Here's your bread and butter. Okay, okay, not in my ear, thank you. Well, speaking of comics, our first bit of news is comic book related. Uh, I got a bunch of texts from Ryan from Ryan and from Sparks. Ryan? from 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 Ryan. Wait, wait, I can get again name for you. Shryan, Spryan, Spryan. You guys, you guys, mm. pet name. Spryan. Rarks. Rarks. Rarks works Rarks. too. 
Yeah. Sounds like a drug. Well, Got any rocks? Sounds good to me. <laughs> we'll workshop it. We are yeah. a drug. You Aww. are a drug. You're my drug. Yeah. Aww. You're addicted. It, yeah. I you am. should seek help. Oh. Oh. I Heroes do. in Crisis coming out in <laughs> September. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I got many texts from this one but to talk about this one. So unfortunately, I got to talk about this. Um, William Shatner is coming out with a Christmas album. Is, is this what? Do we quit now or later? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember seeing texts about this. What? I, uh, oh, is that not what you sent me, Ryan? <laughs> Tons of like, I, I gotta talk about this William Shatner Christmas album. I mean, I drink a lot, but I definitely don't remember that. <laughs> no, what is that with your mouth I, you're doing? I, what? <laughs> I can hear your mouth. I'm sorry. It's okay. I did see this was happening. <laughs> no, we're not. We're not. Really, the news is Conan the Barbarian is coming back to Marvel. We've known this after uh, the Conan Estate. Um, I don't remember who owns the Jonathan J. Conan. <laughs> no, that's not it. Uh, don't spread that rumor. <laughs> um, they uh, made a deal with Marvel to bring back the rights from Dark Horse to Marvel. Uh, they've been with Dark Horse for quite some time. That They started with Marvel in the, in the 70s. Uh, but initially, Conan started as a 1930s uh, sword and sorcery comic. Uh, I think Weird Tales. Sounds about right. Comic, yeah. Yeah. Um, but Jason Aaron is going to be writing a uh, a new Conan the Barbarian comic for Marvel Comics. Covers by Asad Ribic, uh, but the interior arts by Mahmud... Mahmud Asar. Mahmud Asar. He's, he's amazing. He did, I appreciate uh, you. Thank yeah, you. Yes. I just know him because he started. He was doing some uh, X-Men stuff. This um, is in January 2019. This is a bomb-ass creative team for a cool-ass book, and I'm so excited, especially his Have last, you read a Conan book before? Yes. Yeah. I, a lot, I've never read a Marvel one because they're older, but I've read a lot of Dark Horse stuff. Yeah. Like, I really like Conan. Uh, I love those original 80s movies. I think they're super fun. Uh, and like this is like the best team possible for this story. Like like. And uh, Aaron uh, posted many things, including a statement which I don't have. Um, but he said he's been a fan of Conan for years. Yeah, his Twitter like he had he showed all the books that he had. He had basically every Conan comic yeah. ever created. You were, you were telling me that he like hunted this job down. Yeah, he's like as soon as Marvel gets these rights back, call me. And then they're like, yeah, okay, we got you. And Joe Casada was like, okay, okay, fine. Uh, like his, his the last like almost eight years he's been on Thor has been a giant fantasy story. Yeah. And like it's almost inspired by Conan I'm like just just do the source material and he's doing it yeah. so like I'm excited and and I think you guys will be excited I have not too. read a Conan comic before uh, I have actually never seen the original movies I've only seen the new one with Jason Momoa that's, a, that's such a shame uh, that's such a shame it's fine that first it's it's totally seven out of ten uh, <laughs> the Conan the Barbarian is awesome Conan the Destroyer is a PG version of a rated R movie and it's god awful but if you, it's really fun Okay. It's got almost a worse fight than the Gorn versus Shatner fight. Oh. Yeah, you can see the zipper and everything. It's bad. That's great. Yeah. Um, okay, so, but I'm really intrigued by this. Uh, I like Jason Aaron. I'm uh, reading his Avengers, and I do want to read his Thor comics after yep. he was a book club uh, that you uh, yep. put on. Um, that you suggested. Uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this one, honestly. Uh, what about you guys? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll read it. Yeah. I ben? like Jason Aaron. Oh, yeah, I totally like Conan O'Brien. All right, moving <laughs> on. <laughs> I've never read Conan, but I'm interested. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, ben yeah. doesn't read a lot of comics. He he doesn't need to be interested in Conan. You're right. It's not going to be right. the thing that I was gets actually him. never interested in Conan. What if Barbarian. Conan? What if Conan crossed over with Mega Man? No, so stop. Really, you wouldn't be. Just you wouldn't stop. be a little bit interested. Just. I'll be honest. I'm a little bit interested, and I don't. I don't. If read Conan either. was to cross over with Dungeons and Dragons, then you might. Conan the Hedgehog. The original Conan the Barbarian has James Earl Jones as a Snake Man, so you, there's no reason not to watch it. That's all. No, I'm there's saying. a Snake Man. It's oh, like a, yeah, sorry, Brandon. It's like, Shit. A, it's like a Looney Tunes DC adventure, but it's Conan the Barbarian and Knuckles the Echidna. Yes. Oh my God. Like Batman Elmer Fudd level of gritty. Yeah. 
I'm don't into lie. this comic. Don't lie. You'd like it. I'm into this comic. I might, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yo, yeah. Dude, crossovers, like, especially after the DC Looney Tunes stuff, like, any crossover, if it's if, if the, the team behind it's cool, like, yeah, I'll watch a Mega Man Conan book, whatever. Okay. Yeah. You, have, you, have anyone read the new ones? The new Conan stuff? The new uh, uh, Looney Tunes DC crossovers? No. The not ones yet. that came out this week? Yeah. No, we went to the comic store, like, an Digital. hour ago. <laughs> you could read them digitally. Nah. Part of me was thinking about picking them up. I'm like, yeah, nah. Yeah. I'm good. Well, anyway, uh, moving on to the Arrowverse. Uh, Arrowverse. From the Arrow... I can't say it. Arrowverse. Thank you. Um, Arrowverse. Superman is going to be returning. Superman. Uh, Tyler Hoechlin will be reprising his role Hell as Superman. Yeah. Cool. In uh, the upcoming crossover. Uh, he was great. And he will be coming with his wife, Lois Lane. Woo! Lois Lane will be cast for the upcoming uh, crossover. This will be the first time she showed up at the, in the show. However, not the first Lane to show up in the Supergirl series. Nope. nope. The third. Yeah. Uh, Lucy yep. and General General Sam Lane have shown up. General. Uh, which is, I thought was kind of cool. Um, we couldn't be more excited to introduce Lois Lane to the Arrowverse. This dogged, determined, and brave reporter will make for a strong partner to Superman an amazing addition to our universe of DC characters. Supergirl how executive producer Jessica Queller and Robert Rovner said How many Gs statement. are in dogged? Uh, two. That's a Lois Lane joke because she can't spell. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this crossover is going to be great, dude. I'm stoked for this they, crossover. The, the teaser image had had Batgirl flying in the back, Batwoman flying in the background. So yeah. I'm just like, and you see the Batwoman uh, symbol yep. instead of the Batman symbol. So we're going to have signal. Cool. Yeah. We're going to have Superman, Supergirl, Green Arrow, Flash, and Batwoman. Batwoman, Lois Lane. I'm stoked for this. Forget the legends, though. Yeah, the legends are not part of it. I it's mean, a three-part crossover. I, I'm okay with that to focus on these characters more because, yeah. like, as much as I enjoyed the last crossover, the legends kind of just most of the time the majority of them become kind of like side characters because you can't focus on them much and there's too many things going on. You yeah. have to give due time to a lot of these other characters. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. Uh, yeah, I dude. actually, honestly, I will catch up uh, for this crossover. I'm, I'm really stoked for this. You're going to catch all the way up on all of them? I might skip Arrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to say, like, y you could sit that one out. <laughs> I'll probably just read the synopsis of everything that happened thus far and then just watch the crossover. Spark notes, yeah. Yeah, you, you've you been should. doing that for the past three years, so yeah. you should. Yeah. <laughs> why why you change should watch, now? You should watch uh, the episode of Flash that we talked about. Into the Flash time? Yeah. Still the best. You should watch that episode. All right. Still the best. Standalone. You, you would probably, Ben, you would probably really like Legends more than any of the others, I feel like. Really? Yes. Have you, you personally have you watched I feel like? any episodes of Legends? I have. I watched oh, like any of season two or three. No. Those are the good seasons. Okay. So I feel like you would actually really enjoy seasons two and three. Just kind of gauging on your tastes this isn't an insult no yeah this is just me knowing kind of what like you gravitate to i think legend season two and three are more the kind of show you want to watch at these cw yeah. shows than any of the others it okay. has it has a lot of the villains from the other shows too like teaming up and stuff so that's fun and constantine's in there so that's another reason to watch it yeah i'm not yeah. caught up but i probably <clears> catch up. Yeah. i mean i do like legends do we know if those seasons are on netflix now <clears throat> yes, yes all the, all, everything is on netflix now okay um speaking of dc universe and streaming services wait 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 wait. isn't there other universe news is what there? what um, the uh, I forget his name. You're gonna know it. The Star Trek Next Generation actor. He left. He's not playing the vice president. Brent Spiner, oh, Brent left, Spiner left. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know this. Yeah, oh. he left. Why? I don't know. I might have been a scheduling thing or something. But oh. he's being replaced. He didn't find enough data. On I'm it. like a thousand and two percent less interested in that. <laughs> oh right. Well, I mean, Supergirl's still a great show. Yeah, yeah. that's a bummer. That's yeah. a bummer. Hold on, let me. Uh, you go ahead, and I'm gonna see if I sure. they replace. Well, DC Universe Online had a three-hour live, uh, live like web show. That hey was man, hosted, it's Kevin Smith. That was hosted by Kevin Smith, looking great, by the way, after yeah. his heart attack. Oh yeah, yeah, he's lost. Like he put up oh, a side yeah. by side. Yeah, 
uh, Tron is replacing Bruce Boxer. Brent Spiner. Really? Yes. Bruce Bo- awesome. Oh, he's he's right. replacing Brent Spiner as the vice president on Supergirl. You know what? I never would have thought to cast him as anything, but like that's a totally good equivalent. Yeah. That's totally cool. Okay, I'm in. I'm yeah. into that. So that's what's happening. I knew it was somebody. I, I just couldn't remember exactly who I was like. No, it's still a good choice. It's just kind of what happened. Do you remember Tron Uprising? Yeah. The anime show? Yes. With good Elijah show. Wood? Yeah, and Bruce Boxer. I didn't watch it. Oh, it's a good show. I watched like the it's first good? three episodes. Yeah, I like the show a lot. Cool. Remember when that was going to get a sequel? Yeah. Remember when Tron was Tron was popular for like a a, a minute, <laughs> a hot minute. Anyway, so DC Universe Online had a uh, massive uh, three hour uh, webcast uh, with Kevin Smith, like we said, looking great uh, after his heart attack. He oh, lost like sorry. sixty pounds. Uh, Brent Spiner had to leave due to family issues. Oh, oh, that's fine. Well, I hope everything's okay, Mr. Spiner. Yeah. Um, he lost like sixty five pounds, something like that. Yeah. Um, and he announced. A ton of new stuff, include like things we got Young Justice clip, which looks pretty good. Oracle's in it, uh, and we got uh, a logo for Star Girl, which is very much in the same vein as the other logos mm-hmm. we've seen. Uh, but we got a launch date, September fifteenth, Batman Day. A lot sooner huh. than I expected. Me too. All right. Me too. I know they've been in beta for a little bit, but that's pretty exciting that yeah. it's launching Batman Day. Heck yeah, dude! That's, that's this month. That's in, that's next week. Mm-hmm. Two weeks. Exactly. Ryan and I are pre-ordering. Yeah. Exactly two weeks. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Get um, on the bandwagon, boys. I <laughs> probably will. Uh, we also got a release date for Titans, which will be debuting on October 12th. It will be, uh, however, it will first premiere its first episode on October 3rd, so which is New York Comic Con. Oh, okay, cool. All right. So it's going to premiere at New York Comic Con, um, and then on October 12th, it will be on the streaming service, and it will be out weekly. So it's so the it's Hulu not, model. So it's not a binge. No, it's a it's the Hulu model, which is one week and then the next week it's out and the next week it's out. Cool. So if it's bad, we know just to stop watching it and we don't have anything to worry about. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, cool. So we don't have to watch the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, we don't have to watch it anyway, but yeah. you know, um, it's going to consist of twelve have episodes. High hopes. Not yeah, lie. yeah. Be fair. Uh, we know it's. We already know it's going to be twelve episodes. Um, Young Justice Outsiders, which is the next show that will be premiering on the show on the streaming service, will be 2019. Okay. Uh, we don't know the release date. Probably early 2019. I would, yeah, I would say probably just a couple months after. Yeah, like because they're already showing clips. So yeah. Yeah, and the clip looks really good. Uh, we got some uh, news on what comics will be debuting with the service. Um, a bunch of them. D but. However, uh, I've only got a couple written down. Uh, like the first appearance is the Batman Superman Wonder Woman, uh, Batman Gothic, The Authority, uh, the entire Authority series. Uh, Green that, Arrow, you're one. That's great. Do you think they're going to have the crossover with aliens? No. <laughs> that's actually canon? <laughs> have you, did you know that? No, I, I, I didn't know it was canon. I yeah, know it's a book. So the Authority series... Now, mind you, I've not read it. I got I know this information from working it's at the comic store. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There yeah, was a crossover great. with... Dark Horse used to do a ton of crossovers with DC, and the aliens crossover with the Authority series. The Authorities used to, used to exist on a satellite, right? Yep. The alien series is where that satellite is destroyed, and the next se- series that comes out, they're on Earth. But they've never reprinted that Alien series because it's partially owned by by Dark yeah, Horse. Yeah, I wonder. So it never. So you. So one day the, the satellite is there, and the next issue of the satellite's gone. That sounds. And then the middle is that crossover. I don't know if Warren Ellis did that. It might have. That sounds silly. Yeah, it's pretty I gotta, great. I gotta check that out. That's great. Anyway, so the Authority series, Green Arrow, Year One, Shazam. Um, I don't Shazam. know. What, I don't know a bunch of Shazam titles. I'm assuming. Shazam. Uh, if it's called Shazam. What. Shazam. It's you, always been called Shazam. Shazam. I th- Captain Marvel. But it's been it's been Shazam has always starred Captain Marvel. Shazam. Yeah. Which is why they were cap- that's why it was really easy to be like, oh well his name's not just Well what Shazam. I mean is like the comic was called Captain Marvel. No, it wasn't. No? No, oh. it was always called Shazam. Shazam. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Okay. It was actually once upon a time called the power of Shazam. Ooh. Shazam. You trying to transform here? Yeah, what are you it's doing? Not I'm just real excited for Shazam. Okay. Um the new Teen Titans, uh, the Marvel Wolfman stuff. Good. 
uh, Identity Crisis. Uh, the Batman. Interesting. Ad- yeah, I thought that was interesting that's, too. That's a that's a choice. The Batman Adventures, which is the animated series inspired stuff. Awesome. All right, all the right. stuff that actually got me into comics. <laughs> and Jack Kirby's New Gods. Sorry, Ooh. yeah. Ryan and Ben just both nodded and uh huh uh huh <laughs> at the same time. On Batman I actually Adventures. have all of the uh, the Batman Adventures. Yeah. Yeah. That's, a, that's some collections. very interesting choices. There's more. Uh, yeah. I don't have the list though, but yeah, there is a lot more. I just I wouldn't expect like Identity Crisis or the New Gods or or. Uh, uh, the authority, which is not really like a DC right. thing, it's a it's Wildstorm. Yeah, it's it an imprint. Wildstorm yeah, at one it's, time. It's it's those are all good books. It's just weird to me. Yeah, um, I think New Gods primarily because Mister Tri- Mister Mister Miracle Mister Miracle is doing really well lately. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of they're probably like let's get some more New God stuff out there. I'm into it. Um, the other, the and last that Wrinkle in Time Lady might be making a movie about them. Maybe also that maybe <laughs> Ava DuVernay. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the last bit of news that came out of this was that DC Daily will be a uh, well, I don't have this written down, but I think it's a daily show. It's called DC Daily. It's a daily show. It's yeah. a daily show. will be a daily show hosted by Tiffany Smith, uh, and it'll be like all things DC, essentially. Much for like DC All Access. Uh, was before that got canned. Before that got canned. Yeah. Um, it'll be co-hosted by Tiffany Smith, and we'll have a rotating series of co-hosts, such as John Barrowman, uh, Sam Levine, Harley Hector Quinn Smith. Hector Navarro. Uh, Sam Humphreys. Uh, Hector Navarro. Yep. Yeah. And a lot more. I don't. Again, I don't have the list. It's cool because Sam Humphreys is like a straight up comic book writer. Yeah. So like they're actually getting comic book people who and know their stuff. John Barrowman apparently is a huge DC fan. Well, he wrote uh, that the Dark. Well, I, I stuff. know. Yeah. I know, but like you know, he also like for me that was really shocking when I, when he like came on screen and he had all this like look at my vintage DC stuff from when I was kind of like whoa that's dude awesome. you're like a real fan. That's awesome. I love that. <laughs> like I thought he was just like a casual fan. But no, he's like he's a already real, cool. So that's yeah, he's a cool dude. Yeah. His hair is like pure white now. It must is, be dyed. He is John Barrowman. Yeah, yeah, he's not that old. Unless it's like Leslie Leslie Nielsen status. John Barrowman's <laughs> hair is pure white. Unless I'm colorblind and it's just blonde. They just bleached it blonde. Uh, um, I'll look. We'll do investigations like yeah. the Dark Knight. We have to check because once upon a time, Brandon thought that uh, Shazam's lightning bolt in the new movie was going to be green. I still think that'd be a good idea. <sighs> Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you can CGI the lightning in it. No, but when you say it that way, it sounds like you want it to be green. No, I want it to be a, C- a green screen with CGI lightning in it. That makes sense. Anyway, uh, not announced during the uh, live stream, a couple of Doom Patrol news was was uh, uh, was brought up. Titans, what? So we um, we were not here last week, but one of the bits from last week was that Brendan Fraser has been cast as Robot Man in Doom Patrol. <sighs> yeah, he dyed his hair bleach blonde. Bleach blonde. Gotcha. Got it. Uh, yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, because he cosplayed as Captain America. Oh, that's oh, right. That's cool. What a cool guy. That's commitment. Yep, that looks like him. Yep. Yeah, he dyed it bleach blonde. Okay. So yeah, it's bleach, dyed bleach blonde. Um, so back to Brendan Fraser Brandon having, a, Fraser. having his uh, yeah! Fraser songs. He's in, uh, he just came out of a show. Trust. 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 And he's doing another show, Condor. Yes. Uh, ah. Currently right now. So this is kind of really cool. He's getting, he's, he's getting doing real good. Um, Trust was excellent. Brendan Fraser was cast as Robot Man. He will be doing voiceover work for Robot Man. The actual person playing him uh, is Riley Shanahan. He's going to be the onstage performer in the full costume. And so, like, we'll hear Brendan Fraser's voice coming out of this actor. I sent That's you, still cool. I sent you guys some pictures, and I'm like, if you guys had problems with how Titans look, don't worry. Doom Patrol, they got the looks right. Um, yeah, they did. Yeah. However, Fraser will also be playing Cliff Steele, who, who becomes Robot Man, yep. uh, in flashback scenes. Before the character nearly dies in a, in a race car accident that results in his brain being transplanted into a robot host. That's great. Yep, comic books, baby. All, All right. right. 
Yeah. So that's cool that we'll actually get to see him as well and yeah. then hear his voice. God, it looks so good, you guys. I can't believe it. We saw some stuff. It looks pretty good. I'm excited for Doom uh, Patrol. What came out this week was Alan Tudyk has been cast as the villain, Mr. Nobody. Hell yeah. Yes. Uh, I'm going to just read it. what it says. Yep. Once known as Eric Morden, after exposure to unknown experiments by ex-Nazis in a post-war Paraguay, emerges as a living shadow able to drain the sanity of others as the enigmatic and totally insane Mr. Nobody. I, Alan Tudyk... He's just gonna be batshit crazy in this. And I'm really excited, and like that idea of like like being a shadow and like sucking people's stuff, like life. It's so cool, you guys. And you know what, robot man? He's a robot. So how are you gonna steal a robot soul? Oh, well, guess that's how they beat him. Spoilers. Do robots not have souls? Have you ever seen Westworld? Doesn't everything have souls if they're alive? Do this androids this? dream of electric sheep? Bah. <laughs> bleep blorp. <laughs> what? The? I don't know. It's a sh- sheep. <laughs> you got it with bleep. You can be like Bali blorp. Bah. All right, whatever. All right, I'm done. This is, this is pretty cool. This show is shaping up to be pretty cool, I think. Yeah. Yeah, guys. Uh, I'll make Doom Patrol a book club before this is out. Don't worry. Sure. Morrison or Gerard Way? Ryan's Definitely not me. Gerard Way. Because that it's, it's helps to have a previous knowledge of the characters. I sure. Yeah. Um, speaking of Ryan, Swamp Thing may have a new director in Len Wiesman. Uh, I could not find a confirmation of this, but it seems pretty likely. Uh, but that's pretty cool. He's a, co- he's a cool director. He's got uh, a really good style, I think. Yeah, he did um, the Underworld movies. Uh, he did uh, Live Fair. No, the first two. Thank you. Did he not do? He might have done three. He definitely didn't do four. I thought he did three for sure. Rise of the Lycans? I don't remember. Mm. But I, li- I like those movies. I um, checked out after three, I'll be honest. Yeah. Um, he did Live for Your Die Hard, which is fine. But uh, to go back. He's, got, he, he's also done a bunch of uh, television work. He did like The Gifted and some other shows. So like, I think for the tone of this show, he's a good choice for it because sure. he's worked in the monster kind of stuff. Sure, yeah. I'm... T- and they're the substituting show? North Carolina for Louisiana because I couldn't film in Louisiana, but apparently there's swamps in North Carolina that I didn't know about. <laughs> All right, sure. I like swamps. Could they not just say it was Louisiana? No, that's films? what they're doing. Oh, okay. No, but he means they're filming in North Carolina. Yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah. You can make a swamp. Yeah. Louisiana's too. Louisiana. Too hard to film in. It's too boggy. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what I Clo- want. Cloak and Dagger are too busy there. Do they film in Louisiana? Nolans. Nolans. All right. Well, this is uh, all good things, I think. Yes. I'm really stoked for this stuff. Hell yeah, dude. Um, I'm hopeful for the DC Universe online uh, streaming service. I'm I'm hopeful for everything that isn't Titans. Yeah. 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 Everything else. I took another look at Uh, some of those characters, and I'm like, oh, did you? They 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 also released those images, and they do not look good. No. It's like, hey, I know you guys are having problems with the grim and greedy. What if we make it extra grim and greedy? Yeah. Like, it just basically just says F Batman on every single poster. Yeah. (laughs) I'm. Uh, even even Titans, I'm hopeful it's still good. I'm hopeful we're wrong. Yeah, I don't want to dislike any comic book show. What do you think is the more upsetting controversial line revealed at Comic-Con? F Batman or like a turd in the wind? F Batman. F Batman. For I wish it was like a turd in the wind because <laughs> the F Batman one doesn't bother me anywhere near as much. It doesn't because like... You know what? It I- doesn't... That doesn't bother F Batman doesn't bother me either because I get where Robin's coming from. Whereas Turn of the Wind, that's just stupid. No, so F Batman feels really forced. Like, look what we're doing, F Batman. We're edgy. Oh, yeah. Whereas yeah. it does because it doesn't match. Uh, take it from the same like idea of like when they made the Green Lantern movie and everybody like a whole generation of people were confused why the Green Lantern was white. Yeah, because they're so used to a black Green Lantern. Yes. There's a whole generation of people who are used to the Teen Titans in a certain way, and this one's just starting off like F Batman. It's like okay, that's not the Robin you I should know. Easier yeah. way into that. Why are you doing? Why did you open with that? Yeah. Like it's to be like, look what we're doing, but it comes off as like, look what we're doing. Yeah. Um, it is, it, yeah, Venom. Ugh. But Venom, at least the lines in the comic. Yeah. I remember the 90s. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of 90s, Eminem has a track for it. Yeah, we're not talking about that. Oh, it's too late. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you. <laughs> uh, 
yeah. Uh, some yeah. of my friends on Facebook are like, yeah, I'm excited for it. And I'm like... <sighs> hey, that's okay. I like 90s superhero yeah. films too. I get it. I understand why Eminem did music for it. Eminem's a big Spider-Man fan. I get it. Is he? Yes. Okay. Have you... He's also a big Marvel fan. Yeah, he's a huge Marvel fan. He's worked in Marvel superheroes and do a lot of his tracks. I've been listening. He's to also Eminem been since on the co- he's 13, also been on the covers so. of a ton of Marvel. Yeah, comics. no, his yeah. he's uh he's worked Marvel superheroes into a lot of his tracks before Ghost Rider, Spider Man, mm-hmm. Iron Man, all a whole bunch of them. So Mom Spaghetti. It's not surprising that he would want to do this, but yeah. um, it's I, unfortunate. It's this. I didn't movie. realize it that. solidified okay. this movie as a '90s superhero film. Yeah, it's not a weird Eminem cash grab. He is a fan. Yeah, it's just a bummer. It's this movie and the, to and me. the song's bad. Yeah, I haven't listened to it, but I haven't listened to it. He either. yells Venom. Well. <laughs> Everyone's ears are destroyed. I get it. <laughs> no, he's a, he's a big fan. Like I, if I were a big fan, I'd want to be attached yeah. to something too. And he's not going to attach to any Marvel Studios projects. They're not going to bring him. Yeah, in yeah, true. So. Yeah, I guess. Um, Punisher. Real quick on the on the Star Wars front, we got some new uh, <gasps> casting announcements. Matt Smith and Dominic Monaghan have joined the cast. They're of both raised Star dad. Wars. <laughs> they're both raised dad, and they're both they're Snoke. raised dads. Come on. It's 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 2018. It's, Can we step it up, please? Here's what the internet. Here's what here's if we're if we're to believe the internet, they are not only Ray's parents, but they are also Thrawn and Snoke. Wait, what? What? Yeah. Oh, there's rumors for all of them. Yeah, they're everywhere. <laughs> I, Snoke, Snoke. We have a Snoke. We have. Yeah. It's Andy Circus. Yeah, no, yeah. this is this is prequel. But Snoke. hey, but we listen, have no. But listen, <laughs> listen. Hold on, hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> Dominic Monaghan and Andy Circus are both in what movie? Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings are King pre- Kong. Fair. Oh, I'm sorry. No, Lord of the Rings. No. My bad. My joke's dead. It's gone. <laughs> it's dead and gone. <laughs> You've killed his joke. <laughs> no, it wasn't a good one. <laughs> anyway, the DC Universe. <laughs> no. So yeah. So I've seen all three of these. Rumors. Hey, you guys. You know what they're probably going to be? Just like a also, rebel Matt soldier. Smith is, Matt Smith is too young to be Thrawn. Yeah. They're both too. Not. They don't fit Thrawn. No. Neither of them do. No. Okay. Richard e. No, Grant. Like, okay. It would be been cool. cool. It would be cool to see Thrawn. But I have no um, illusions that they're going to put Thrawn into one of the. Do you know where you titles. see? Do you know where you see Thrawn? Star Wars Resistance. Uh, or yeah, well, yes, duh. Yeah. Uh, or a spinoff movie. Or a spin-off Any movie. spinoff movie. You want to put Thrawn in a spinoff movie? A okay. In a main episode title, I'm like, there's no way you're putting him in here, and it's gonna work the way it should. No. No way in the world. Thrawn is so cool. He's Thrawn a- is so he's cool. He's an alien who who gets over alien racism. You know that there's him. no way it's he great. shows up in a main episode title and they give him his due justice. Yeah, absolutely not. There's no way. Yeah. So, but so remember, I, remember they are Ray's parents, Thrawn and Snoke, all yes. at the same time. And Carrie Russell is also Ray's Lady parents. Vader. Wow, Ray's going to be a really bad person if her dads are Thrawn and Snoke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ben, how do you feel about this? Wait, no, wait. If you, wait ben, I want to go to you in a minute, but I want to say this thing before I forget it. I remember the, there's a Frankenstein stage play with Benedict Cumberbatch and Eli Stone. Uh, Johnny Lee Miller. Johnny Lee Miller. And they switched nights to yes. be Frankenstein and, and the That monster. was real cool. Yeah. It's this. <laughs> it's this. <laughs> so, like, half the audience gets Matt Smith. So, half the so one gets week, Dominic. Star Wars Episode Nine. <laughs> yeah, I'm with it, you. Is Matt Smith is Thrawn and Dominic Monaghan is Snoke? Experimental filmmaking at its finest. Star Wars Episode Nine. Uh, ben, where is what say? What you They've thrown about. out the book entirely. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Casting, that's cool. That's fine. I'm like, all right, cool. New people to Star Wars, but the rumors are just stupid. So, uh, they did say that Matt Smith is a pivotal role, right? I, I heard key role. Key but role. Yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. Uh, 
I'm excited for about that because yeah, Matt Smith that, is super talented. Yeah. And even in Terminator Genesis, I liked him. Me too. I like so those guys. I, I think he's a really talented dude. Spoiler alert. I am happy to see him have something big post Doctor Who. Yeah. He yes. deserves it. Yes. So no, I'm super I'm, stoked about that. I'm totally fine for Matt Smith going to Star Wars. I just hate when people say, oh, he's going to be so-and-so. Oh, he's going to be so-and-so. I mean, whatever. I mean, that's just me you yelling. You can't stop it. I know, I know it can't, but that's just me you just being. You can't stop the bee. You can't stop the motion of the ocean nope. or the sun of the nope. sky. Nope. Do you guys stop know the last movie? Stop the hairspray. Do you guys know the last movie that had alternate endings? Uh, Clue. Wolverine Origins, actually. Yeah. In theaters? Yeah. Oh, they had different uh, yeah, oh, post credit scenes. Yeah, the scenes were different. Oh, that's okay. I like Clue's awesome. Clue's a great movie. Because yeah. like, wow. they legitimately had different You know endings. what? You just hit on something really interesting. Yeah. What if Star Wars Episode Nine had different endings in different theaters? Oh, shit. What would, would everybody do? Oh, man. They would make a lot more money because you'd go see both movies. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Just do a Clue. Just Could you imagine? The, the, the fandom would lose it. More than oh, I already have? I don't know if I'd love it or hate it. I'd probably really. I love it. Clue. No, because think about it. Like, the response to the controversy of Last Jedi is give them what they want. You got one ending you could like, <laughs> or another <laughs> ending you could like, or another ending you could like. Pick which one you and like. It's the last they saga all film. exist. It's the last saga film, so you could just be like, whatever ending so you want is the one. Adventure. Choose choose your own. Yeah, Star Wars ending. This is the best. I you just made all the. Fans I don't happy. know if it would be terrible to be. <laughs> t- that's. Interesting. You solved the fandom problem. Whole, no, he did. I just picked up off what Ryan said. <laughs> Brian has solved just the fandom take, problem. Just thank Clue, 1984 Clue. Thank Great you. movie. Thank you. The thing movie. is, you know what? That would be the solution, and they'd still hate it. Yeah, they would. Yeah. They just like hate. We'd think it was time. great. They'd think it was terrible. Thanks. I hate. We'd it. put out another hour and a half. They have an ending <laughs> that's exactly what they good. want. And it's still garbage. No one's yeah. ever happy. Um, well, moving on to our last bit of news: The Predator released a new trailer just two weeks out. Two uh, weeks, and this is our last bit of news? Yeah. Wow. Uh, Swamp Thing is light. getting a new comic. Uh, 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 oh, I forgot um, about that. Um, James. Uh, uh, who's on that comic, Ryan? Greg Capullo and Scott Snyder. Dang right. Mm-hmm. When's it coming? Mm-hmm. October. Or it's a Halloween comic. It's a Halloween comic. It's yeah. going to be a spooky Heck comic. yeah. Written by some spooky people. Uh, James Gordon Jr., uh, the serial killer, and Dick Grayson's greatest foe in the Black Mirror Scott Snyder run is returning with Scott Snyder's uh, Batman Who Laughs comic. That's That's for me. Thank you. Okay. Predator looks pretty good, though. It Sorry, does. I'm glad I brought it, that up because we did want to talk about Swamp Thing. Yeah, so. the Swamp Thing one I wanted to talk about. I forgot to put that, one, that it one was, on. It there. was literally announced like a couple hours ago. I thought I thought you were getting to it still. And I no, like, that would have been up the top. I figured, but yeah. I was like, maybe he just... No, I, just, I okay. forgot. Understood. Greg Capullo and Scott Snatter are doing a uh, Swamp Thing comic. So no, we got great. it. It's okay. It's okay. Oh, okay. Sorry. The Predator looks the great. The Predator. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... I had to rewind my stick to phone. This movie comes out in two weeks? Yeah. That's crazy. I know. It is weird to release a trailer that like... Because we got two other trailers. No, because I mean, like, I don't feel like it's been marketed a lot, and I'm yeah. even a person who's like looking for it. So yeah, the nun has in the last. The nun week, is a, even more of a sleeper. But the nun in the last week has ramped up its marketing to the point where I well, they forgot. To. Yeah, they did. Where the predator, I was like, oh, the predator hasn't done has done very little, and now the nun has done all of the marketing in like a day. Yeah, this is an interesting new trend. I've happening. definitely. Yeah. Um, because I watch a lot of YouTube and I don't watch TVs, and I've been getting a lot of Nun previews, like yeah. the 15, 30 uh-huh. second yeah, teasers. Same. We've been a getting lot. that with uh, Hulu too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Looks good, but the Predator looks great. So yeah, uh, I think we're all. They redesign. Did they redesign the Predator dogs from the from Predators? Yeah. Yes, I want to say yes. The answer is yes. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought because um, we first saw them in Predators. Yes, um, I don't. Yeah, 
Did we actually should look that up because it's cool that they're coming back. But yeah. uh, I think we all like Predator, like the Predator franchise enough uh, yeah. where I don't think any of us have really liked those last trailers that much. I was I'm on board. I was on board before concept alone, but the yeah. trailers haven't been too crazy. Like like right. I, it was Shane Black, so I was just waiting for the Shane Black trailer, and this was it. What I like about it is that you know we, we haven't gotten this in the trailer, but essentially the predators have been put adding like genetic coding to their they're, to their. They're thing. having a predator civil war because they're pissed that they keep losing on Earth. Yeah. And I think that's really cool. So there's like, yeah, there's like a rogue set of like, yo, we need to make ourselves better. And then like the core set of Predators is like, no, 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 you're going against our rules. So there's like, because there's a rule, because there's a rule established in the extended universe of Predators that they're bringing in that you're not allowed to hunt on Earth. Yeah. Right. I, then, I like a, uh, but people have been doing it. Yeah. And then they were like, we need to take humans off of Earth. That's how we do it. Well, yeah. Get oh, Adrian you broke Brogan. the code. Um, <laughs> anyway, the uh, the, uh, as far as like the trailers, um, I, I haven't minded them, and, and the big reason why, like, they weren't making me like, oh, man, this movie looks great, but it yeah. also, something I appreciated about them, and I still, this one still holds up, although I've seen more now, um, I like that I had no clue exactly what was going to happen in the movie, mm-hmm. you know? I right. still, right. no, I still don't, but yeah. that's why I haven't minded that the, the trailers haven't shown yeah. me enough to necessarily give me jazz, because I'm like, I'm going to see it anyway, and I'm kind of glad I don't know what this movie actually looks like. Yeah. I love the cast. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I couldn't tell you what events happened before what. Yeah, you're right. For the most part. Yeah. And I'm and I'm jazzed about that. I'm jazzed that I yeah. don't see the through line of the movie. Yeah. Uh, I I'm going to go in not really knowing what's going to happen and I'm excited about that. Right. Yeah, the the cast is awesome and that's why like I said this is a Shane Black movie and he's known for his punchy scripts. Like he's like a he's like a Joss Whedon, like his character is shine. up the first Predator script. Yeah, and he was also in it. Uh but like he's I was a big wait- puncher. <sighs> He has guns, sir. Uh, that was a bad joke. I'm sorry. Uh, like, I was waiting <laughs> oh, for... Oh, you're not on fire today at Dude, all. I am really cold, actually. Oh. That was bad, too. Shit! Uh, no, but, like, Shane Black movies are all about the punchy characters, and the first two trailers didn't really have that for me, and this one did. Especially Keegan-Michael Key being super silly, like, oh, this dude's crazy! Yeah. Like, that's what I wanted to see, and we finally got that. Yeah, same. Yeah. I'm really excited for this yeah. one. No, this it's still- a- Sorry. No, no this better trailer actually sold me on wanting to go see the movie. Yeah, you, you've only seen the first one. Uh, that and AVP. And AVP. I've well, only seen two. I've only se- <laughs> AVP, AVP is a really fine. good predator. I like AVP a lot. I'll be honest. Yeah. The first one. AVP Requiem was a hot pile of garbage. No, but the first one is a really good predator movie. Yeah. I like that movie a lot. Yeah. So, I mean, I haven't been too big. I know about predators. I think predators are cool. I always get, oh, cool, predator when I see my cons. So I'm like, this actually makes me want to go see it because when I first heard of predators, I'm like, whatever. No, no I was really stoked for Predators, honestly, when I first heard. I was good. If this does well, I want Shane probably Black because I wasn't as big AVP a fan 3. of the Predators or Predator franchise as you guys are. So I was yeah. like, I'm gonna go see something else, and that's. I was not... always more of an Alien fan, honestly. I didn't become an Alien <sighs> fan until my friend forced me to watch it one Halloween, and it was awesome. You're right. I like the concept of Predator more, um, but the movies I tend to like the Alien ones more. But the yeah. concept of the Predator as a character is super uh, cool. The whole nature of that they have this tribalism, the hunter aspect. Yeah. So when Predators came out, I was super into it. Yeah. yeah. Um, because this the, this whole idea of how they live their lives, because Alien doesn't have that. They're just right. monsters. Um, Predator has a whole system and an idea ideology based around them. Generally, the movies don't go into a lot of that, but the, a lot of the, the comics the do. The first two, anyway. Yeah. A lot um, of the comics every, do. Every movie, we get a little, a little bit more and more, and then Predator's like, welcome to the planet. Right. Which yeah. is why... Alien versus Predator and Predators are two of my favorites. That's why, like, Alien versus Predator Requiem in the beginning, when we actually see the Predator homeworld, yeah. I'm yeah. like, that's cool. Yeah, give me more of that, please. <laughs> yeah, and then they made Predators. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I, I really like any more exploring of that. So the whole concept of the civil war going on between them and that, I like that. That's still a background of what's going on because 
one thing I do like is that out Predator after Predator, with the exception mostly of Predator Two, the films haven't just been about Predator kills lots of people. It's like there's kind of a a greater through line related to the Predator behind it. And right. That's what I'm really excited about, and I think that'll still be here. So I'm I'm super into it, and I also really like this cast. Yes. Right. Yes. I think we're pretty stoked about this one. I look forward to our review in a Can't couple weeks. Can't believe it's out in two weeks. I know it's exciting. Thank, um, thank God. Anything else you guys want to bring up before we move on? Um. Did you just try to make a penis? No. <laughs> I'm just trying oh. to think. Uh man, two weeks is a long time. No. Five, four. Three, I'm just glad two, that I mean I'm bummed that the summer movie season's over, but like I'm really Jones for Predator. Right. Not Predator. Not. I I'm not. I'm I'm ready to save some money off movie tickets. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And only see a movie here and there, not have to be like, oh my god, every week. Yeah. Plus we get to. T- not have to do a movie review every week. That's kind of yeah. nice, too. Yeah. Back to some topics. Speaking of. Well, before we get into our main topic of the week, uh, we wanted to give you some background real quick. Uh, when Ruby Rose was cast as Batwoman, we had a pretty heated discussion about fandom in general. Uh, so we decided to show that for you now. We'll let you listen to it here now so that listening to our fandom discussion coming up, you have a little bit more of a context. So... Here it is. Okay, so let me let me tell you real quickly about <laughs> fandom. Let me real quickly about fandom. I have had to unfollow every single person I have ever been uh, that is associated with Voltron. That's you must follow toxic people because I haven't unfollowed anyone because all I follow is positive people. Because I no, I was following the actors mm-hmm. and the showrunners mm-hmm. and the and the podcasts that are mm-hmm. positive. I have had to unfollow all of them. That's weird because they are getting viciously attacked by mm-hmm. the fandom, especially for this season, and have been in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's awful to see they're so being I viciously attacked by people in the fandom fandom itself is not the problem it's just the socialization of media that allows them to be vocal and loud about it when they're that's assholes. why you have to be louder i disagree but that's only because i'm probably more entrenched than you are in voltron maybe but well, every in fandom ev- in general because because sparks doesn't go into doesn't do deep dives like you and i yeah. ryan yeah but i also it's very easy for me to avoid that because it's i don't want to be in that negativity Right, but I mm-hmm. only ever see negativity. But 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 would you say I'm not part of Steven Universe fandom? Then? I wouldn't because you didn't know that the Steven Universe fandom is the worst. But then, but I'm like a crazy big fan of it. So how am I not part of the fandom? Because yeah. fandom has a toxic meaning now. No, and I, I think, say, and I would say that you are a fan of something. But I this actually, is a this is a good topic. I would I wouldn't call you. I wouldn't put you in that in that fandom because now all I see, and I'm only talking about my perception of fandom, and yes. I'm, I'm sorry, yes. but you're not going to change my mind. Um, my perception of fandom is that it's only evil and toxic and cannot be used for anything else. You as a fan... So what is the difference? Because you are a fan of something. Uh, okay. But fandom as a group is only toxic. Uh-huh. Oh, I definitely disagree with that. But we, that's a topic. That's like so everyone who goes to Comic-Con and is a fan of something is fandom and that's bad. I wouldn't even say that everyone who goes to Comic Con is a part of a fandom because I I wouldn't put them in in I wouldn't lump them into a toxic group. I would just say they're fans of something. It had to be it I, I had mm. to differentiate those two things because otherwise, you know my mentality. I only ever see evil. I that's the thing. I think it's because, and this is an aside against but you. Then, like, but then yeah. that's what it is. You're just saying that all fandom is evil. And and so like nobody so you, it's, no yeah. any any amount of fans gathered in a group together. And liking something is now evil. Yes. What are we doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're here on this podcast. We're yeah. four we're people, fans, of, fans things. of things, gathered together. We're fans of things. We are evil. Yeah. We're fans of things. And we're a little fandom. 
I wouldn't even I wouldn't say that we're a fandom. This is weird. This is a weird topic. Yeah, this is. But can I say something I've been trying to say for quite like five minutes? But so sure. speak up, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So going back to the news story, Ruby Rose, and what you said earlier about how it happens, I wish we lived in a world where it didn't happen. Cause well, of course, I wish we lived in a world where atrocities didn't happen. I- exactly. It's but the at the same time, in. let's just like put this to bed, saying people suck. Yeah. The ones who are very vocal about Ruby Rose being cast as Batwoman because she's either not Jewish or it's like blah, blah, blah. For whatever stupid reason you can think of why Ruby Rose isn't cast as Batwoman, she's cast as Batwoman. You can't freaking change that. Stop trying to and just be like, all right, cool. We don't care about it because we think it's awesome. But at the same time, when people are like, blah, 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 it's like, you guys suck. Just put it to bed. It happens. You're not in control of it. So sucks to be you. I didn't mean for this to get... To this point, I like it, but I, I enjoy um, talking about it. But I want to try and put it to rest by specifically just saying, I do not think there is good in the world. I have, I, I have, I have this opinion, and I will never, I will probably never think otherwise. And that's so, a, that's okay. And so that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. I didn't, I didn't mean for it to get yeah. there. I didn't mean for for this conversation to get there. But in order for you guys to understand my where I'm coming from with this. That 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 is where I'm coming from. Sure, and I'll I'll end my version of saying uh, yes. There, a lot of the world is evil, but we have one life to live, and you should try to find the things that you make you happy and ignore the negativity. Because if you live your life entirely in the negative, then what's the point of Which living? Is why I unfollowed everyone in the Voltron crew. In the Voltron crew. Yeah. Hey guys, don't be a dick. Well, that's easy for you, Ben. You're yeah, that's you're, how we ended the episode. You're, not, you're nice exactly. You're nice. Which is why I'm gonna yeah. keep saying it. Don't be a dick. I think that was our sign-off for that episode. It was our sign-off. Yeah. Don't be a dick. I'm going to say it again. I'll keep saying it until I don't have to say it ever again. Don't be a dick. Unless you're a penis, and it's kind of all you can be. Really? What? What else would you be? A dick? A pianist? A dick is a penis. Oh, a penis. What? I heard pianist. <laughs> what the? I was so confused. Not the Adrian Brody movie, no. Yeah, I was like, oh, Jeremy's a pianist. <laughs> Sparks, Jeremy, your, no. <laughs> Sparks, your felty eyes are staring at something. Is there something on my wall? No. no, he's I, processing I have a, what I, I said. I have a lot I could say, and I'm choosing not to. He's processing what I said. I know that look. Okay, it's a process. Okay, of so elimination. I, I, I'll, I'll put it this way: like, I we're not going to talk about it because it's not the topic today. But I have a problem with the fact that we just lump some fandom as a word for something toxic because you're making all the people who feel like they are part of a fandom who are positive like they're the bad guys. Yeah, it makes it, yeah just because yeah. they're part of something. Because I, you know, that, my thing, that Brandon, is enjoying yeah. something because all the people who are fans of the DC shows and came out and said that they were so excited that Ruby Rose got cast are part of fandom too. Mm-hmm. And now you're saying they're bad too just by saying fandom is evil, even though all they did was praise. Sure. And I don't agree with that and I don't like it. You don't have to. I'm not even saying you should. I know, but that's that's where this came from is because you just made a lump sum statement of fandom is evil and putting that negativity and toxicity out only spurs it to continue. There's no well, I saw I saw a no lot of people, sense of resolution to it. I saw a lot of people who were talking about uh, her being you know pushed off of Twitter and all that sort of thing, and it, a lot of the same things with Kelly Marie Tran, where it's just like, well, she shouldn't have been har- harassed, but it's that sort of thing. Like here here's here's my harassment coming up, but. Like I don't like her as an actress, but she shouldn't have been this. Yeah, uh, she shouldn't have been that. But she's a horrible actress. Like things like that. Come on, people. Come on, people. Yeah. Like change you guys. Change my mind. Like if, I don't want to see this, but no. this is all I see. Well, I want my mind to be well, changed. It's not something that's going to happen overnight. But you have to make the you have to make the the assertion yourself when you go on Twitter. Don't look for negativity. If no. you see it, just ignore it. Look, I mean that was my only reason why when you said 
fandom is evil. Yeah, because I think I have a lot of fandom and things, and I don't think I'm evil. The only reason why I even said anything about it is because it's it, if if you just if you are only going to look at it that way, there's nothing we can do. Yeah. To to talk to you. If about you're not it. open it's to not change, even, we can't change. You said it's it yourself. not even a conversation, and it's 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 essentially creating the same situation that we see in politics today, where it's like you're you're inherently bad because you're part of. You're you're inherently against us because you're part of that, and that's it. That's that. There's no more thinking about it. You're inherently bad because you tweeted te- things ten years ago. You're a bad person. You can't change. Yeah, you're right. And that's the exact same thing. You're but right. I know you don't believe that about James Gunn, so I don't understand why you have to believe that about fandom. I, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, that's that's powerful. Yeah, he's right. I'm not even saying gonna say he's wrong. Yeah. yeah. Fake nerd podcast. Come for the shark review. Stay for the political talk. Hell yeah, dude! I or the fandom we talk. can get real. We don't. Sometimes. We don't have to go too much further no. with this. We have other things to talk about today. But guys, we have to talk about the Sony Cinematic Monster happen. Universe. Uh, what? <laughs> I don't know what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> we should talk off air about something else. I mean, that's fine. Like, we don't. Uh, this uh, is I, obviously I, a topic for another day. Ryan and I were talking about it at breakfast this morning. So no, I. No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. It, but it is. It, it comes from a from a long time of being just berated and beaten by this mentality. And I try to get away from it, but I can. But I only see it. No, yeah. I know. I, I I get it. I understand why it's personally difficult for you. The only reason why I even said anything is because I'm trying to get you to understand that there is positivity out there by me being a person in this room, just like Ben and Ryan are voicing that that is existent, just to remind you until it actually becomes something that you see more than the He can scream as much as he wants about Dan Slott, but I don't care what he says. Fantastic Four is really good. And and he knows that I bought a copy and will read it. So. Yeah, oh, and, and he gave it a shot. That's what, exactly. That's great. That's all that's I need. You can hate it if you give it a shot. I mean, hell, you guys all read that Sonic the Hedgehog thing. That's something that I love, and you guys probably didn't love as much as I did. You're right. You guys gave me criticisms about it. And I can see those criticisms, <laughs> but I, mean, I still love it. I mean, I did, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed that. <laughs> I'm I'm a sucker for chili dogs. So oh, okay. look, I'm, I'm gonna be real with you guys. There's a strong possibility I may cut this out and put it somewhere else. Uh, 20 bucks says he's not going to cut it out. <laughs> it's also likely. <laughs> so I guess it's time for our topic. Dun, dun. So where should we start? Um, Don't be a dick. <laughs> All right. <laughs> probably probably going to begin and end there. So yeah. That's, yeah. that's good. It's, nice bookend. Yeah. Uh, we, did th- we did this the last time we talked about fandom. and We, we had the Ruby Rose discussion. Uh-huh. Right. So, we had, we had, so last time we talked about fandom as a topic, it was mm-hmm. after Kelly Marie Tran. Yes. Uh, she was bullied off of Twitter. And oh, as a topic, yeah. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. we, we talked about it back then. Um, and I have, especially if you listen to the Ruby Rose uh, discussion that we had, I have become very jaded towards fandom. Mm-hmm. And I want to... I want to say uh, I had a long time to kind of think about this, and it's because I consider fandom as a group, as a grouping, more than a more than a group, as a grouping of people. Like I am a fan, but I don't participate in its fandom. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, that that totally makes sense. That's kind of how I see it. I see where you're coming from. You because d- in our last time when we talked about this, Brandon, you were talking about how you would talk to people online and say on Facebook and our social media sites about right. talking about Star Trek, talk about how you don't like uh, Stephen Moffat running uh, Doctor Who. Yeah. Is that the same guy, Steve? Did I yeah, get the name right? Yeah, I was... <laughs> funny thing about that one. I was part of... A, I was a part of a... Kind of just because I don't like Stephen Moffat. But mm-hmm. I was like part of a fire Steve Mo- Stephen Moffat off of Doctor Who group just because, you know, it's just a bunch of people bitching about Stephen Moffat. Yeah. I was like, fine. And it's just like a bunch of people saying, hey, we are united in our dislike of a thing. Right. So let's and just then, shit talk something. And then after Jodie Whittaker and Chris Chib- Chibnall? 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 Uh, no, I don't know. Good luck. Good luck. Yeah. Uh, Chris, good luck. Um, <laughs> we're, brought, we're brought on. It was like, well, I guess it's that time again. And he changes it to fires. It was like, 
All right, you nope, you've jumped the gun. I'm out of here. Jump the James gun. I thought that was funny. Yeah, a little yeah. funny anecdote before we get into it. So right. what do you guys want? To, so uh, Sparks, you asked me a question last time. What was the question? Uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was four weeks ago. Uh, we don't remember. <laughs> what was the question? Was it four do you weeks know it? ago? All oh, right, it was because we it were was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, it was a month or ago. five weeks ago, I yeah. think. Wait, yeah, a lot of Ruby Rose. Episode. You had a question in mind? No, you had you had a question. You talked. You asked me. You had a thing. You mean like? What All right, let's go. So let's start where I wanted to start. Then. Okay. All right. All right. So recently, there's been a lot of talk around, and this is, uh, again, it's not recent, but it has, it has come back into the public purview, Comicsgate. Comicsgate is kind of an extension of Gamergate, if we all remember that kind of catastrophe. Try to forget. Uh, but Comicsgate is a bunch of creators, fans, and... Uh, and racists. Creators, fans, uh, I don't want to get there yet. Uh, creators, fans, and uh, critics, comics critics, uh, sure. that are part of a group that they have that they have dubbed uh, Comicsgate. There's actually a website called whatiscomicsgate.com. Um, if you want to, I read it. If you guys want to read it, whatever you do, whatever you want. Uh, I'm not going to stop you. But it's it's this group of people that think that comics are being ruined, not because, and this is be, not because, in their words, uh, there are more. There's more diversity. It's because their comics are trying to push a quote SJW agenda, and Comicsgate has it, kind of become the way that a lot of people are seeing the comics fandom again. And this is kind of, this kind of worries me a lot because all I see, and this goes back to what we were talking about with Ruby Rose, uh, all I see is a ton of this kind of hatred coming from what people label as the fandom. Not fans, but the fandom. Mm -hmm. It gets a lot of this hatred because it's a, it's a group of people that are just hating on something and not loving it. Right. If, if you get my if you get my thing, yeah, Ryan, so you have pretty heated opinions about Comicsgate. Yes, I don't like giving them attention. Sure. Secondly, um, yes. Oh, I shouldn't tag them in this. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, you are right. Where they're they're getting they're they're getting a lot of press at the moment. Um. But at the same time, when you see the negative fandom, I follow almost every comic creator on the planet, and every single one of them is out there praising all of these diverse writers, giving them the credit, saying, do not give these comic, comic gates people any, any mention. They are what's wrong with the industry. Comics have always been political. They've always been about moving momentum forward. That's what makes them great. This is a bunch of white people who don't like that there's black people in comic books. Now, one of the things and I, I don't, I, this, this is straight up a political thing. Uh, comics gay people are disgusting and they're trash. One of the things that I've noticed is that a lot of people. This isn't a lot of people. There's a, there is a there's a there's a, a, a group of people within comics gate that are African American. They are a, 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 of a diverse origin. Yes. Um, and so like when Jeff Lemire would say, "Hey, don't listen to comics gate. They're horrible people." People would say, or even like a woman creator would be like, "I, I was harassed." And and th this was horrible, and I left Twitter for whatever reason. Um, and then someone would be like, "Well, where's the proof?" Or someone would be like, "Well, I guess I'm not reading your books anymore." Or someone would be like, um, "Comicsgate just wants good comics." Or someone would be like, "They want white comics." Or like even like, they keep pushing this agenda of we our like creator own our Comicsgate creator own stuff is better than your is doing better financially than your SJW. Uh, 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 stuff and like here's the thing the reason why I get so jaded about this about fandom about Comicsgate about just anything that I'm a part of because I am I am deep entrenched in this stuff and it hurts me 
because ultimately I just want people to be happy, of course. But what if this is going to, this is kind of where the crux is. What if I'm wrong? Like what if, what if my love for this thing is wrong? And then conversely, are we saying that their love for this thing is wrong? Like where does the line fall? Does that make any sense? Yeah. I'm kind of just I'm kind of just rambling before no, someone yeah. someone com- someone okay. needs to jump in. Okay. No, no, I I say it, it makes sense, but I have to say no, you're not. I mean, if you like certain things, go ahead and like certain things. That's what we always say, like what you like. Yeah, exactly. Like um for example, I'm a huge there's this anime that I love called High School DXC. If I show that to you guys, you guys will probably look at me going, "What the hell are you into?" But it's uh, I, is this porn? What the hell nope. are you in? Is this, <laughs> is this it's, porn? It's not. It's technically That's topic not for another it's day. Te- <laughs> it's technically not classified as. What porn. the hell is bent? <laughs> it's technically not classified it's as on, porn. It's on Hulu. It's uh, on Hulu. Guys, after it's dark, guys. It's called hentai. It's an art form. It's not hentai. It's okay. not hentai. Right. It's technically not classified as hentai. Right? There is nudity. <laughs> in, it's, there is there is nudity involved, <laughs> but it's not that. Hey man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> anyway, Ben. <laughs> oh, Sorry, Ben. Probably, continue. I'm probably gonna get a lot of shit for this. No, <laughs> no. But <laughs> anyway, the DC universe. What the, fu- <laughs> what the fudge? <laughs> oh, so glad I caught myself. But it has actually, honest to God, has a good story and great characters and great moments to it. But of course, there's that overlying thing of you just take this at face value. You don't read into the text and the actual dialogue and what's actually going on. But I, I, it's I how people see Sunstone. Yeah, you flip through Sunstone and you yeah. see porn, but yeah. if you read it, it's a love story. Yeah, it's kind of like that. It's like think of High School DD as kind of like Sunstone without the BDSM. Don't worry about it, Sparks. Yeah, <laughs> whereas Sunstone, you get this great, you get this great love story. Looking at my Sunstone calendar, it's very <laughs> promiscuous. Yeah, but still, Sunstone, which is a great book about these two girls who have, do eventually fall in love through spoilers. Be- I haven't read Volume Five. You knew the ending. Come I know on, the ending. divorce. Oh, then they get married. It's quite lovely. They fall yeah. in love through divorce. No, oh. they. Get- a spoiling of the end. Yes. Oh. But it's Damn a good it. but it's a good story. But then you go to say um Casey Casual over here and you give them a volume of that of Sunstone. I go- love that name. Casey Casual. Casey Casual. Yeah, you go to Casey Casual, you give them a volume of Sunstone, or hey, here's the first season of High School DXD. It's an anime that I really, really enjoy. You should watch it. They're just gonna look at face Valley and say, This is porn, or this is this is why are you into this crazy shit? Mm-hmm. And then they're gonna label you as something weird. So I would definitely say love is your love and just, you know what, just say own it. Be like, it's not for you. That's fine. But don't come attacking me for my taste. But I think it's the, the absolute, uh, I've always had this issue and Sparks, you can attest to this having known me longer than anyone in this room. But I've always had this issue that if, if I'm mad and you're mad, I'm wrong. I mean, this is true. So if you, mm-hmm. if, if you're mad at me, I've done something wrong. It doesn't even matter if I, if I'm in the right. Mm-hmm. I'm wrong, you're mad, what have I done? Right. And I think it's that mentality that's come into like, well, okay, so if I like comics because, I, let's say I like Kamala Khan as, as Miss Marvel. I mm-hmm. like that character. She's great. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Joe Comicsgate over here hates Miss Marvel, and it, it, they're so passionately mad about this character existing. Well, what have I done? You've done nothing. Right. You just you so, saw, you what you have done, Brandon, is that you saw a character, a creator's or an act or a creator's new take on a character. And you enjoyed it, uh, Joe Comicsgate, or as I like to call him, Joe Douchebag. Just no, Joe Comicsgate works. Or Joe Comicsgate. It's the same thing. Or Danny Douchebag. They're all like, you know Danny what? Danny racist. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like, no, this is. They're 
these comic gate guys to me, they're just afraid of change. They're mm. afraid of things evolving with time. They are afraid of one hundred percent. They're the dudes who are just who will like hoard these gold and silver age or what status quo books and say this is mine, yours isn't because yours is wrong. Yes. So real quick, uh, uh, West Coast Avengers has a new book out. Yes. It has multiple lesbians on the team. It has people with disabilities on this team, and a lot of comics people are trashing all over it. And they're saying, why can't it be like our old West Coast Avengers? Have you ever heard anyone care about the West Coast Avengers? There are. No. That are, book was shit, and it was all just a bunch of white dudes. Oh, so there was a West Coast Avengers. There was yeah. a West Coast yes. Avengers. No, literally, like, side-by-side images, and it's just Hawkeye and Wonder Man and Mockingbird. No one cares about that old book. It's simply because that there's a new team, and it's being written by an awesome lady, and it's just like, I, this, isn't the, this isn't what I'm used to seeing, so I hate it because it's not what I, what I am. It goes back to kind of entitlement fandom, yes. where it's like, if you if you don't... If you don't make it the way I want you to make right. it, that's one thousand percent. You do not own these characters. No, you do right. not own these movies, these video games. If you don't like something, that's cool. So, that's fine. You're allowed not to like so it. So let's go back to where is the line, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. So on where is the line, it's it's when <clears throat> it's when your dislike of something is directly infringing and attacking someone else's passion for it. Do you? Because there's there's a difference between. I don't really like. What's a good example? Do what you know, don't you like? What don't I like? I don't know. I don't. There, you don't, don't like Sonic. Sonic. Okay, I don't really like Fallen Kingdom. Nobody caught that. Okay. I heard. I, I heard you. You're right. I don't like Jurassic World. Fallen Kingdom. Neither do I. So Neither do I, I. I really. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't like it that much. If it weren't a Jurassic Park movie, I would probably never watch it again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to go after somebody who loved it. A uh, better example. I really hate Batman v Superman. Yeah, I hate Batman v Superman. I'm not going to attack and berate somebody personally for loving it. Mm-hmm. I'll challenge their ideas of why they like it. I'll have a discussion with them about it. But I'm not going to attack them as a person mm-hmm. because they love it. Nor am I going to try to in- actually tear away their love for it. I'll challenge it. I'll question it. I'll try to have a discussion about it. And and that might even get heated. But I'm not going to try to destroy their love for it. If mm-hmm. they love it, they love it. I'm allowed to hate it. They're allowed to love it. So there's a, That's the line. Yeah. Comicsgate is over that line. Yes. They want to stop the things that people love because they hate it. Right. It, it goes back to there's a there's a thing. Uh, so I'm part of this, this group uh, from another podcast that I listen to. Um, and we make fun of the fact, well, they do. I just kind of <coughs> like the posts, but they, they, they make fun of the fact that there are these, what's called, what we call DC memes, uh, really horribly written memes about how DC is better than Marvel, the movie specifically. And so it's like Zack Snyder, God, there's like, there's this one where I saw where it was like Zack Snyder, like Conan O'Brien, like says Zack Snyder. So the Marvel fans think that. That Kevin Feige was sent by God, and Zack Snyder's response is, "I didn't send anybody." Oh, uh, so they're just taking it from that Eminem meme. Yeah. So I mean, and I just read today about how like it, DC, D, Rotten Tomatoes critics would love DC movies if they had Marvel jokes. Like, no, it's called Justice League. They tried and it failed. Yeah. The the it's it's like these DC movie fans are part of this kind of group that don't talk anymore. It's just. We don't like this thing. We don't like the Marvel movies, but we love the DC movies for some misguided reason. It's and, because and they have Batman in it. It's like I'm I'm a Marvel <coughs> fanboy. What, whatever the reason, yeah. like they love it. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Um, 
you want to go ahead and and stand outside of Warner Brothers and demand the Snyder cut? You you go oh, for boy. it. Boy. Hey, you're not hurting anybody. You go for it. Yeah. You want to do that? You're passionate about it. it I, res- I can- A plus. Fine. Mm-hmm. I respect those people for liking something that much, but they they're they're not crossing any lines. Right. right. When you are a person who is passionate about the Snyder cut and you say uh and you want to be smirch somebody involved in the process like let's say Gal or ben Henry Cavill ben Affleck. or the director of Mission Impossible Christopher and McCoy. hold them accountable or for for why as an exa- as an example to bounce off you or when uh, people claim that Marvel fans bullied Zack Snyder's daughter into committing suicide. That's right. Terrible. Okay. So those those kind of things, that that's across the line. Yes. That's where it's too far. Um, you're allowed to be passionate and love something. You're you're allowed to do that. Um, in regards to everything, you're allowed to do that. It's when you're you're directly trying to tear down someone else. You're you're trying to take away something they like. A lot of this, honestly... Because you didn't get what you liked. Listen, a lot of it is about passion and about <clears throat> liking things, but for what we're kind of talking about, it's your morality and what kind of person are you. Right. Because it doesn't matter if if like you like a, a Superman or, or a Marvel movie, but when you start bringing race and religion and people's I- ideologies mm-hmm. into it, that's when you cross the line. That's why comics hate is bad. That's why this fandom discussion, like, hey, man, I don't, I don't, I don't think we need to talk about, you know... DC fanboys versus Marvel fanboys because that's no, yeah, just yeah. that's an age old thing since the dawn of time it's when you start bringing oh Superman can never be black mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's when you get into like real gross stuff like he's an alien guy shut the hell up what are you talking about right. it's like it's, it's, it's the little mermaid Zendaya can't be can't be Ariel because mermaids are, are traditionally of like Scottish descent so they should be white mermaids aren't real although no I, no, I know they're sign. I know all that stuff. No, no, no. It's I just <laughs> thought that was a funny anecdote that, yeah, that guy was, did, where yeah. he explained like th- this was a, a black guy put this video. I saw out. this. Yeah, yeah. And he's good. like, he he's like, like, because they're at the bottom of the ocean. How would they? And I'm like, that's funny. That's good. But, but so, I mean, it doesn't ultimately matter. At the same time, mermaids don't exist. Yeah, you can right. make them whatever Superman's you want. From Not only that, planet. Earth 23, African American Superman, Thank who you, also who also was elected president of the United States. Hell Suck yeah. it. A, a side note, I will say that I I have been on the other end of that argument about Superman being black or, or Batman being black and that yeah. kind of thing. And my argument hasn't been that, that oh, it shouldn't be done. Just um, don't do it where you just color change the same character. Yes. That's been my opinion. That's, it's, uh, it's that's a, fair. That's, it's, that's like, a nice uh, thoughtful took, discussion of it. When they took Bobby of the X-Men and made him gay, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, I was like, mm, yeah, and that I, was just... I love Bendis. And, like, and Riri Williams, she was written from the beginning to be a lesbian. Right. From the very beginning. Oh, was she? Sure. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yes. That's cool. Uh, her family and girlfriend were murdered Punisher style in oh, the park. Yeah. yeah. She's tragic. She has a great backstory, which turned her into a better person. Uh, when... Oh. I lost my train of thought. I was so good, too. Uh, you uh, were talking ben, about... Uh, Iceman. Iceman was a womanizer f- since since his inception. He he loves sleeping with ladies. Yeah. And listen, I have no problem if, if you want to explore something new, but when you have a character that has shown no signs of this stuff at all and do it out of nowhere, then I have a problem with it for the character reasons. I have no problem with gay people. It's when you do it for no reason. When it's shallow. Do it. can it's I, shallow. Can I spoil something of Voltron? Would anybody mind? Is that the part? I think I know the controversy you're talking about. I think yes. I know you are of what you're going to talk about too. So go for it. Okay. And also, and also, no offense, I might forget later. So I'm watching the show. That's there fine. Yeah. So one of the main characters, Shiro, yes, is, is gay. He was yeah. always intended to be gay. Mm-hmm. He and he had a he had a fiance. Yes, he did. Adam. Adam died, off screen. Oh, that sucks. In a flashback sequence, 
and Shiro is never reunited with Adam. It fell into it fell into a trope. Kill all the gays. I didn't know that's a trope. Yeah. Oh. There's a, there's a there's a rampant trope in media where they just kill kill off gay people. Okay. Like tons of them. Okay. Uh, especially in animation. Mm-hmm. Um, that's actually kind of why Korra wasn't allowed to be gay on screen. They had uh, to do it in a comic. Rectify that problem. Yeah. Good. So. So then the creators like this was a fight that we had to do. Like DreamWorks didn't want us to do it, so we had to compromise. And what we wanted to do was create the strongman trope. We wanted to have the strongman trope with a strong gay character. And we, but we fell into this trope. But we thought, you know, you know, we won. We won a battle with this character. Okay. The fandom, the LGBTQ fandom, was vitriolic in their attack on all the creators and all the voice actors. Vitriolic. Because like, they, 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 they feel personally attacked. Yeah. And I can understand that. But at the same time... Like, but what's, what differentiates them from Comicsgate? Because they are not... Let me try to word this properly because I'm, I'm a straight white man. No, I, under, I understand. Like, there is a difference. Like, no, one yeah. wants equality, one doesn't. But, like... That's the mm-hmm. thing. I think... It's the, it's the vitriol that... It, that, that, that they feel... They feel that they... That, yeah, they aren't being represented in, 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 a, in a nice way. Whereas... Well, so does Comicsgate. They feel like they're not being represented. Now, but, except they're I'm, always represented I'm, since they don't have time because they're just white people. No, but I understand. But I'm saying, the vitriol yeah. is the same on both sides, yeah. isn't um, it? It can be, and you know, and, and again with like the positives of like positive that yes, they they want more representation, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they should attack the creators for it. I'm not I'm not uh, uh, supporting. That sounds bad. I'm not supporting them being mean to the creators. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean they shouldn't feel that that they aren't being represented. On the other side, it's it, this is a morality issue, Brandon. Like right, people who don't think there's enough white people on TV, have you turned the TV on? There's there's a difference between killing his partner off screen mm-hmm. and killing both of them. Mm-hmm. Yes. They were going for something like that. I'm assuming that character's still around. Yes. Are they a strong character? Oh, yeah. Yeah. An he's, important a pi- character. he's a paladin. They're the still line. gay, correct? Yes. They just lost their partner. Yes. Okay, so uh, they were going for. And it's never explicitly stated. It's only been confirmed by. But the they're creators. going. They're going for a level of representation. Yeah. Um, part of it is that, first off, when you're attacking the creators, they're they're fighting, a system, of, like you were saying with DreamWorks, of not being able to do enough of this. Right. Yeah. So they're already trying to push that as hard as they can, and you can only do so much. Right. Mm-hmm. Especially in an animated show. But everybody's trying. People are trying. Yeah. Um, as as understandable as it is, they're still, it's still not great for them to go after the creators. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm with them. Like I want them to have more representation, but but we can't be mad every time a gay character mm-hmm. is killed. We can't be mad every time Mark that a, a woman is uh, a woman character is Deadpool two sidelined. Deadpool two got a lot of flack because they killed off the Veronica. female lead. Right, it's it's so a, Veronica. No, uh, oh boy. There's Vanessa. Vanessa, Vanessa. Vanessa. There's there's an there's a little too much of an oversensitivity. Yes. Uh, to this, and that's not great either. Mm-hmm. Um, there are extremes on every side. It's yeah. It's okay to feel that way about it. I understand, but the the right response isn't to. Attack and demand until you get and what you want. And the creator released a very long statement yes, explaining yeah. the situation because he felt bad. The 
the vitriol on both sides is the disheartening thing. Yeah. It's not just Comicsgate that's like, well, I hate comics, or it's yeah. not just the LGBT, well, I hate, I hate Voltron. Obviously, yeah. Voltron's my favorite show, and I shop at the comic shop every week. Yeah. Like, it's the vitriol, it's the extremes on both sides that really dishearten, dis- disheartens me. Yeah, sure. man, that's yeah. fair. And if my on. response to the vitriol from the, the LGBTQ community attacking the creators of Voltron, they wanted to have a scene, they wanted to have Shiro reunited with Adam. They wanted that, but of course, DreamWorks brought the hammer down. It's the same thing with Warner Brothers when they said, we're not going to make, we're not going to have Dumbledore be overtly gay in Fantastic Beast 2, isn't it? Sort of. Say that louder for the microphone. Sort please. of. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So when Dream, when the creator straight up says like we wanted to, but they said no, they wanted both of them to die, and we came to a middle ground. Yes, it sucks that there is no representation, but the fact that they still have Shiro alive and kicking, the the Netflix but, icon for Voltron has Shiro in the silhouette and then the gay pride flag next to him. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, that's awesome. But the response should I feel like the response should well the cool head response would have been like please dream to women to DreamWorks and said please try to do better to represent everyone. Right. Instead of just going, like, the, why would you attack the voice actors? The voice actors have absolutely no control over the over the, one of over the, the creation actors, of the show. One of the voice actors is really, like, involved in the fandom, and that's great. Yeah. But it's... But at the same time, difficult. they're given a script, they're saying, hey, say these lines, You're they're more than welcome to sit in, on, to sit in with these meetings and try to understand the character better, I understand that, but I'm, as far as I know, voice actors have no character, no story input, they're just given their yeah, script, they say words. act these lines, and then you're done. Yeah, sure. That is it. So, taking all this, I want to go back to what instigated this as a topic, mm-hmm. which is, you, your stance on fandom is is horrible. Which is which is back in the Ruby Rose thing. Yes. And I have an issue with it. Uh because I don't and I'm not saying you're like the only person guilty of it. Um but the use of fandom as a fandom is toxic, fandom is bad. I think is the wrong message to be putting out and the wrong thing to say. Because I don't think fandom is only defined by its negativity mm-hmm. because there's also positive side I only fandom. I try to actively avoid the negativity and I make I make shitty jokes about DC movies but I, it's it's out of fun like right. I'm not like trying to hurt anyone's feelings yeah, I know I know um there are some bad things with one of my favorite things Sonic the Hedgehog there are some bad Sonic the Hedgehog and bad Mega Man products out there You're right I'm not gonna not if people come up and say hey this is my favorite I love this I'm not gonna knock them for that. I will just tell them like that's not my personal favorite, and here's why. But I'm not gonna try and take their joy out of something they like, even if they like it ironically. Well, that, so Ryan, you said you avoid it. I try to. You try to. Because because there is so much of it. If I don't put that positivity out there, then it's just gonna be all negative, and I try to only see the positive. Stuff. Right, and and you guys know me fairly well. Yeah. I'm clearly defeated by all of this. And I and I understand it because like when you Twitter is. It is a very toxic place, and, and I see it on my timeline all the time, but what gets me going about it, what gets me excited, is I see the negativity, and then I see Rick Remender saying, hey, don't be an asshole. Mm-hmm. And then I see Jeff Lemire writing this huge statement, or Bill Sienkiewicz, who's like one of the premier artists of the 80s, do this huge thing about, like, comics are for everyone. But those don't have any bearing. Like, they don't quiet anyone. You just end up You're on, never going to quiet on everyone. Their, on their feet, you just get, you just get more fighting. Tons and tons yeah. and tons of more fighting. The trolls, that's the world we live in. No, the yeah, trolls will never be silenced. Never. These people just live they feed for yelling. But that's the thing. It's not just trolls anymore. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's, it's not. It's, it's, it's just tons and tons and tons of people exactly. that are just... It's, 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 sure, it may still be a minority, but it's an incredibly vocal minority that just 
you only see this because yeah. they because it's just people like me fighting with people like them over and over and over and over again, right. not getting anywhere. And like, where's the fun in this in this community if they're, all we're doing is fighting each other? The way I see it, and I could this could just me being overly simple, is the way to beat them, the negatives, the trolls, the people who would come at who possibly come at me on Twitter attacking me saying hey, you're not a real nerd you're don't you don't know jack shit or whatever don't run a give show the, the fake nerd podcast so huh? you know, we run a show yeah. called the fake nerd podcast I know right but if, if ironically pe- yeah <laughs> but if people were to come to me and tell me I should stop or I should kill myself or I should whatever my response to them is don't give them the fucking satisfaction yeah I know those people will out there they will always be there even if that one person will be defeated another two more it's like a hydra two you slay one two more will take their place my goal is to enjoy things in life it is to if if people don't like the things i enjoy uh, and others do i'm not i know they will always be there but i am not going to give the satisfaction of responding back to them i am not going to give the satisfaction of targeting one person because then it'll just start a whole thing i've seen this a hundred times before you act like i have a choice and i know i I, I understand i understand what that sentence says Mm -hmm. you act like i i have a choice i clearly do Mm -hmm. but i have a debilitating mental issue okay that for some reason i don't have a choice once again for some reason all i've hit my microphone for some reason all I see mm-hmm. is negativity in the world. Right. Everywhere I go. Oh, yeah. I drive, across, I drive around the street. I'm seeing a, a, a Corvette yelling at a truck waving a MAGA flag mm-hmm. in the middle of the street. Mm-hmm. Like, that is the world I see. An entirely negative world without any positivity. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing it in a group that I call fandom, which is why I differentiated I am a fan. I don't participate in a fandom. No, and I completely agree with that statement because I am a fan too. I do not participate in a bunch of fan. And I am a fan. If you want to plug me into the thing of fandom, I think we just need to try to find fandom now. A group of people who like a thing. Yeah. yeah. But ultimately, that group of people has become an incredibly toxic environment to be in. I just no. Okay, so that's that's my problem. You if only start, see the negative in it. I see start, all the positive. That's the thing. So... I know how you look at it. I know how you, this is why I challenged you way back. Yeah. So if we, I, we're just a little podcast. Yeah. I know we're not going to make a big difference by doing this. I don't want us, even you, Brandon, to be a person who's perpetuating out the idea of fandom, the label fandom bad because it's inaccurate. Fandom is not bad. Fandom is both things. How it's, many guys, how many comic cons have we been to? And you've seen happy people, loving people. How many times have you been to Comic-Con and you see hatred and vitriol? Never. Can Never. I tell you, can I tell mm-hmm. you two fandoms that I am an active part of that I love? Mm-hmm. Uh, I am a part of two private groups on Facebook. One is the fans of Rory Kurtz and another is all the fans of Matt Ferguson. This is a private group hosted by those two artists who do all these posters and everything in there is just everybody trying to, hey, I'm in search of this poster by this guy. Has anybody seen it? What's the best frame for this? Da, 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 da. That's what it is. That's a fan. I'm a part of that's a, a community of people com- comic book uh, discussions where it's all like, "Hey man, I just read Moon Knight. Anybody got any Moon Knight suggestions?" That's that's a community of people yeah. supporting each other in their love and 
and search of more things related to a topic that they love, and that is fandom. And I, my concern, my concern is just that we putting that label there on fandom and saying it's bad is is the wrong thing for us to be saying. There's there is toxic energy. There's bad folks uh, perpetuating it. But like Star Wars fandom is not bad. Fans in Star Wars fandom suck. Mm-hmm. That happens. Yes, it's, it's the same thing. Saying like, uh, like every conservative is bad. That's not because, true at all. Because the thing every is, like, being, is not being bad. a passionate fan of something does not make you a member of a cult, which is what the word fandom is coming to sound like. I mean, I'm, and I'm that's kind of not a, how it works. And cult. and that's the biggest thing is I don't want us to talk about it that way. So you asked the question: When have I ever seen a Comic Con? People not. I saw someone fun. say, "Hey, I hope you're good in that Justice League movie, uh, Jason Mamo." Yeah, I remember. I was like, also, dumb person. Same guy who no, was. Bragging. I see it all the time. Yeah, I see it all the time. That's crazy. I'm really glad you see a positive thing. But so let me let me tell you a story. We all went to Disneyland. Yeah, we went to Disneyland. We did. We yes. all had a good time. Oh, I love. Mm-hmm. I don't see how I never had a bad time at Disneyland. I don't see why we had a good time. I'll be honest with you. I I thought we had a horrible time, and he'll tell you why. My debilitating mental issue, and I'm going to call it that. I'm going to be very honest yeah. about my mental issue. Mm-hmm. I have a crippling problem that i only remember and see awful bad things i had a date with my girlfriend that she remembers very positively i remember it going horribly horribly i don't know why she sees it positively i don't know why why she had a good time at disneyland i don't know why 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 you sparks had a good time at disneyland i don't get it I don't get why people can enjoy comics. Let me finish. I don't get why people can enjoy comics because all I see are people just bitching about why comics are shit. I don't get why people can enjoy Star Wars because all I see is people hating Star Wars. That's all I see. Yeah. And 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 Brandon, man, that sucks. And that's that is a deeply uh, personal thing that you go through. And we can't like I we all have our own issues and whatever. But like, if I that's hard. That's that sucks. And it's I understand it's hard to see to see through the darkness to see the light but there's so many people every time you like when you say like i can't you know i don't enjoy comics because everyone's talking shit about them that's not fair to the thousands of people who make the comics who give their life and soul to the comics or to the people who make star wars movies you don't have to necessarily like the star wars movie if you don't want to but you don't have to be like no this is about you but like Mm -hmm. people are so vitriolic about things they don't like because they feel like they have to give their one million percent like either i love it or i hate it there's no in between and with you specifically, it's 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 hard to see through the darkness. But man, like the only thing I can suggest is like this, just like you gotta you gotta you gotta try sometimes. Like if you see something negative on Twitter, block that person. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. You know how many people I have blocked on I blocked Twitter? I the president. Um, <laughs> I don't because he's hilarious. <laughs> no, I, I so I um, you said a thing that reminded me of a thing. Yes, I forgot all of us. I'm glad I'm here to help. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Um. No. You someone else talk. I forgot what I was going to say. I want to talk about Ghostbusters real quick. Okay. Sure. Because Ghostbusters 2016 mm-hmm. uh, had a lot of had a lot of really mean spirited stuff behind it. Yes, it did. I don't like that movie because it's not a good Ghostbusters movie, and I think it's half funny. That has nothing to do with them being all girls. It's they decided to make an improv comedy out of a action adventure comedy thing that was very very heavily scripted. The original is kind of horror too. Like, yeah, it's comedy and, horror and. And my problem with that movie has nothing to do with the fact that it's led by a bunch of girls. All of those women are hilarious. My my problem with that movie is that it's led by Kristen Wiig and Elizabeth McCarthy. 
it should have been no. led by Leslie Jones, who's, the, who's the most grounded because character. They're the stronger yes. character. I think that's drop. because there there's not there wasn't a good enough script for them. They're I know, just I know, I know. They're, they're supposed to be these brilliant scientists, and they're just being wacky goofballs the whole time. Yeah. Not I've showing seen, me. I've Sparks. seen Melissa, I've seen Melissa McCarthy be hilarious. Dude, Spy is awesome. Yeah, yeah. that's Spark, a great movie. Quick side note, Sparks. I thought we we're gonna go very dark there for a second, but no, you just dropped the mic. Good <laughs> job. <laughs> no, but yeah. Sa- sadly, Ryan, but there will also be people who will say that say that oh you just don't like it because there's women and you say no, no yeah. the women in there are oh great. i totally just remember what i was going to say uh guardians of the galaxy was the first time that i noticed that the you either love it or you hate it mentality yeah it's not because uh chris our old manager mm-hmm. he said yeah i thought guardians of the galaxy was fine and people would be like the next question was, why'd you hate it Whoa! why'd you hate yeah. it yeah no it's fine why'd you hate it yeah if you don't love it you hate it that's the world we live in we live in a world of extremes and Very black and, and white world yeah, we've become yeah and on Twitter if you have a 7 out of 10 response nobody cares because that's not interesting yeah it's so much more interesting oh I love this more than I love my child or I hate this so much I want to murder someone and, that, I, yeah. and I, just, I just both extremes are t- are not great I get that com- I get that real quick I get that Comiskate was started by a guy who just wanted the clicks mm-hmm. but it's become a horrible movement yeah yeah oh uh, 100% and that's why like I'm so happy that people like Jeff Lemire and Bill Sienkiewicz and all these really big people are coming out saying, "Listen, we have we've been kind of silent on this, but we need to shut this shit down." Like and 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 Kelly Thompson, who's writing West Coast Avengers and Mr. and Mrs. X and all these great books, she's getting so much flack just because she's a woman in comics, and she's writing some of the best funniest stuff I've ever read, at least this year. Like Mr. and Mrs. X is so cute; it's the best romantic comedy book of the year. It's great, and nobody gives it a chance because it's written by a girl, and that's bullshit. Ben, what were you going to say? I was just going to say only a Sith deals in absolutes. Yes. Fair point. Because there are movies, like, when people come up to me about, uh, like, casual fans, they come up to me and be like, hey, so what do you think of Jurassic World? And I respond with, eh, I don't hate it. I don't love it. Yeah. It's kind of like in the middle. Oh, that's not interesting. Yeah. No. I mean, uh, but then they'll ask me, it's like, well, why? What's going on? I'll tell them, like, there are good aspects to it, like, they're good horror, and I'll tell them the good aspects and the parts that I thought were bad. And then they say, like, oh, no, I love that part. It's like, that's good. You like something, I don't, but we're different people with different mentalities and different likes and dislikes. That is completely and totally fine. People don't want reasonable discussions, they want a hard boilerplate yes or no. And that's yeah. so disheartening. It to is. Me. And, I, dude, I, and <coughs> trust me, I totally get that. It's, it's, I, know it's, I know it's hard. And and I've I've definitely been much uh, better about it the last couple of years. Like years ago, I was like I I was very much anti a lot of things. But you just gotta you have to realize there's so many people who put their who put their lives on, like they give they give their everything for the product that they're doing. So like you can't just shut it out because people are talking bad about it. You have to you have to ignore the bad and see if you like it for yourself. Sparks, what are you gonna say? So I. There's nothing that we're going to say here and nothing that we can do that's going to change the fact that, like, some people are going to just be like that. Yeah. Some people are going to, you know, uh, rave about something too much and be too extreme. There's always it. been really people negative people, but just we have a bigger platform for it now. Yeah. Right. And, and, uh, and, and now, like, pop culture is a big thing. So it's, so it's interfering into to pop culture. But it, it's, it's never going to change. There's always going to be the people that are, like, giant assholes about it. There's always going to be the people who love it too much, a little too much, and they get too extreme. And that gets dangerous, too. That's always going to be a thing. The, the, I'm not. The, I'm not the trying. Bucky, the Bucky, Steve shippers that it's get a little always, too. It's always, always yeah. going to be there. It's always going to be there. That's not what I'm trying to. The only thing we can control is how we deal with it and how we see it and what kind of message we put out about the things we love or the things we don't like and how we handle it. And that is the only thing I'm trying to do is that I don't want you, Brandon, to look at fandom as a cult of toxicity. I don't want us to talk about it that way because this podcast right here 
at how many episodes? 109. Proves. Plus a couple specials. Proves. <laughs> something little and positive exists for the culture of the things that we like because we sit here weekly and talk about those things. And I don't think you can find very much in these moments of conversation that is bad to you mm. about us sitting here and having these conversations. And that is something lost it for a second. Hold on. That is something that it, we're here and we don't reach a ton of people like dozens. We're not, we're not speaking for, you know, we're not, we're not up there with screen junkies or anything, you know, yeah. um, we're not the we're ambassadors not, of nerddom. Yeah. Not yet. But, but th- there have been people, people we know personally and people we don't who have told us that they appreciate listening to us the mm-hmm. things that we say it's important that we not be another thing if we don't like fandom being viewed that way that we not be another thing saying fandom is this star wars fandom is bad fandom is this that label has to to be changed that's why you it's challenged not, me yes yeah because it's not the way that we should talk about it mm-hmm. because we're just putting more of that out there Star Wars fans can suck. Some Star Wars fans still are awesome. Kelly Marie Chan is a Star Wars fan. Yeah. What's your real name? Joanne? Joan? Ooh, I don't know. Uh, oh, man. Kelly Marie Tran? I read the whole thing. Yeah, yeah she, she, ha- she has posted this whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, so, I don't remember like what she said. Joanne? Like well, I, think. I, I think you were close with Joan. But um, she, she's a fan. It was such a big deal to her to get cast in Star Wars. We can't be tearing down the word fandom when it's something that only a little while ago she herself was part of. I understand that fans went after her. And that's really Ruby shitty. Rose too. Ruby yeah, Rose that was a, was a right. Batwoman fan. And I really, really hate that people went after her for it. It doesn't change that there are plenty of people who are fans of it who also support. Fandom itself is not the bad thing. Fandom can still be a community of support and helping to find uh, common ground and things we love. This podcast exists because we are all part of a fandom of things that we like together. Because you found that in us. You saw that I like something and that I would probably like something the same as Ryan. Ryan and I have so much shared fandom that we live together. Nerd. That happened because <laughs> you saw that we could be a positive community. I wouldn't live with him if it wasn't for you. Right. And oh, that... make me real uncomfortable. <laughs> <And> that's because <laughs> of my hands on your lap. Oh. And that's oh. what the good side of fandom can be. Because we are in those fandoms. Maybe we're not in the social media platforms of all of them, but we are in those fandoms. We're in those fandoms because we're voices that talk about Star Wars and Marvel a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're part of that fandom. Somebody somebody uses the information we say to relay points they think we have to other people to yeah. help them better communicate something they feel is good or bad about the things that we talk about. We're part of it. So we have to be a positive part of it. Yep. You talk about your love for Voltron <coughs> all the time. That's a that's a good thing. I know I haven't watched a lot of it, but you're the reason that I'm going to watch it. Anytime I recommend a comic to you guys, I'm doing it because I love them. What what good would there be going like, nah, you know that new comic? It's shit. Don't worry about it. Like what what, what is that gonna what is that gonna do for anyone? How is that gonna improve the world? Be be nice to anyone? Like, like it's hard it's hard for me to 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 live in this world now when everything's so negative. That's why I try to be positive yeah. because there is so much of it and you got to sift through the weeds and I love weed, man, but you got to sift through it. <laughs> so, yeah. So I, I challenged you because I know yeah. you have a more negative worldview of things. 
but I want you to to really appreciate for a moment that we've been doing this for over two years and that this itself is fandom. It is. There is a positive side to it and we are part of it. But we have to we have to keep ourselves in check on it. Um, you know, I mean, even I'll even admit I was way too hard on Justice League sometimes uh, in the lead up to it, just like smashing it. Yeah. But, yeah. But I, you know, I, I had a but passion see, and thing, I was against it. The thing it. about that is we had previous experience of not great movies. It's not like we were bashing. No, bashing I wasn't like ben directly Affleck. tweeting people and yeah. saying you're yeah. you're yeah, shit. Yeah, we're not but, like Gal Gadot, get out of my studio. We're right. like we but, had previous experience of bad movies to think that this movie might be bad. But there are still times where we can check our passion and be like, are we being are we being too negative? You know, what do we want? Like, I get it. You feel beaten down and you feel defeated by all the negativity that's out there. The best thing we can do is find Rise positivity it. in it and try and share that. Which I think is what's so special about what we try to do here. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. And on that note, I'm gonna try to be a little more positive about Venom, but I can't make any promises <laughs> because no, that thing time, looks like a turd in the wind. Every <laughs> every time we do a movie review or we do or we do a comic or our book club, and we well, how many times does Ryan go? Well, we've been pretty negative. Let's try something. Positive. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We he is. We do. Sh- we probably should be more. I mean. Do you know how scared I am sometimes when I tell you guys what my book club is going to be? Do you know how terrified I am about how... Own it. Yeah. I'm trying to own it. And again, it's okay not to like things. Yeah. I don't have... You guys don't have to like every stupid Doctor Doom comic I make you read. Oh, thank God, buddy. I got to tell you. No, No, but... It's okay to not like things. But for me, like when I gave you guys Endgame, that was something that I loved ever since I was a kid. Yeah. And it still brings me, I mean, even as an adult, I can see where it's a little hokey here and there, but I still love it because for me, that was a turning point in Sonic the Hedgehog. And oh, I love the Sonic book. Okay. Yeah. And I wanted to share that with you guys. Mm-hmm. I had a feeling Brandon was going to like it. I had a feeling Ryan was going to think it was okay. Sparks is the only other Sonic fan on this panel that was like, yeah, this is, yeah, I like this. But at the same time, I was like, I don't know what, what you guys were going to say about it. And at the same time, I was a little scared of like, how are they, how is me giving them this book going to affect how they see me? And I've grown to the point where it's like this where I don't care. It's like, yeah, I know how you guys, if you like Brandon, you didn't necessarily like it. That doesn't mean you don't like me any less. Exactly. Well, I've been meaning to talk to you about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this and is when we bring it up. So, oh, shit. But I want to give you, like you say, you see all this negativity and, and that's that's all you see in that kind of thing. I want to give you a really strong positive example related to us and this podcast, okay? I Am brought, I going to be able to be okay with this? Yeah. I brought God Country. Everybody really enjoyed it. Yes. Thus, we started looking at other Donny Cates stuff. Thanos. Now we all read Donny Cates everything. (laughs) Yes. And you got a friend, Ryan, right? Back into comics because of Donny Cates. He has a $300 original page from Venom, and he was not reading comics six months ago. Right. I met this guy in person one time when I went to yeah. Ryan's work. Yeah, my and boss. he thanked me yeah. because I shared a comic to Ryan. Yeah, dude. And that led to him liking comics again. Yeah. Well, was, uh, one of our followers said that she listens to us because she feel like she can... She can relate to her family. Relate to her, yeah. her, her um, step-family. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And man, look at, again, like there's always going to be toxicity in our city. Thank you, System of a Down. 
but you just have to rise above it and you can be negative sometimes I'm not saying like you have to be 100% beacon of positivity if you don't like Batman vs Superman you could say you don't like Batman vs Superman what, what Spark, I hate that movie it's like what Spark says it's when you take it so far that you're harassing it's when you make it people. personal is you're, when it gets a problem when you, when you yeah. it's the harassment it's yeah, the harassment it's, yes. it's when you attack the person who likes the thing it's like oh you like this you're stupid it's like no you're not supposed to do that you harass people because you feel like you're entitled to yes. what it and, is entitlement and, yes and 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 when that happens and and you feel like you're being beaten down remember that there is a positivity found in all this nerdum remember that there are good things that have come of it because i remember once upon a time i walked into a movie theater to see a nerdy space movie and i saw a guy i knew from drama class sitting there i hate you so much right now and we became friends because we realized that we were both (laughs) nerds I oh boy. Hey, take my and that's fandom. Take my I will take my something. If if I may. Oh dear God. <laughs> I mean, I will never forget. There's this one time in high school back when I was really getting anime. I kind of kept that only to a, like a very few close friends of mine who knew who were also anime fans. There's this kid in my gym class who was I thought was like the typical jock, but I was sitting, sitting across from him during a rainy day, and he was redrawing the cover to Kingdom Hearts two. And Simple I looked thing. and I saw. I was like, dude, you like Kingdom Hearts? He looks at me. He's like, dude, I love Kingdom Hearts. And then he busts out this notebook of all these drawings from Kingdom Hearts, Full Metal Alchemist, Rurouni Kenshin. And then he, for like, the, this was at the close to the end of the year. So for the rest of the year, he was actively seeking me out during class to sit next to me, to hang out with me, to be on my team. I mean, we, throughout the whole year, we were cool. We had our mutual respect, but this just amplified that. And he was telling me, he was like, oh, dude, you got to watch Full Metal Alchemist. It is beautiful. It's heartbreaking. It's just amazing. And he's telling me about all, like, when we're playing. We're playing the game together, and we would meet each other at school, asking, like, trying to give each other tips about how to beat Sephiroth. Mm-hmm. It was this person who I never would have thought would like that thing, and it blossomed into a very short-lived friendship until I moved away to, to another school. <laughs> so it's your fault the friendship was over. I got it. <laughs> well, this turned into a. But that, but that's my my. Knuckle, the direction. But I was this thinking. is, but this is what I wanted you to see. We. We are a part of fandom. Yeah, this the, podcast. Uh, the ghost of fandom past right now. This podcast <laughs> is a part of fandom. Mm-hmm. So I think this is a positive thing. I think we try really hard to be in that direction anyway. I think this is a good thing for yes. us. And I want us to stop looking at just the negative side of all this fan stuff. And you, uh, <clears throat> uh, uh, some, you, somebody liked one of your tweets. Step on. Step on Cedric. Yeah. If you would have said, hey, Step on, your book fucking sucks and I hate your work, do you think he would have liked that tweet? No. Yeah, he would have ignored you and blocked you. But he saw that you, he may not have written the response, but he liked it, which showing, hey, I thank you. I appreciate your support. I get that all the time because I'm always like, yo, dude, it, Moon Knight number seven was dope, dude. He's like, thanks, man. And that's, that's great. That's they appreciate fame. that. Even if you don't think so, they see that their work is appreciated. And that, for me, gets me going hard. Mark, Mark Guggenheim and Andrea Romano and Steve Alton all, we part, not have all came them. here mm-hmm. because we showed, hey, we really appreciate what you do. People like being appreciated. Ted so, Stroka came on here. Yeah. So the, the positivity has to exist, and we have to try to keep that going. That's really Again, all I wanted to get to. Like, I'm not the biggest fan of Zack Snyder's DC work. I'm not going to personally attack the man. No. I just don't like his creative choices. You're oh, allowed. Should I, so I shouldn't have bullied his daughter into committing suicide. Definitely, well, definitely you didn't you do not that. Have. Oh no, but you, you don't have you don't have to I like. I want to be clear. That's a joke. Didn't Nobody that. did that. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to like someone's work, but just don't attack them personally. There's nothing wrong with not liking something. That's Absolutely. fine. Right. It's when, people take it to an extreme now. When when a couple of examples, and we're gonna wrap up. Uh, a couple of examples real quick when Zack Snyder stepped down mm-hmm. you know, we on the show voiced our support for him and his family of, of course mm-hmm. we were very harsh on his films yeah. but we, at the end of the day we we're like 
this sucks. We're sorry. Like, yeah. We support you. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever Kelly, when Kelly Mary Chan was was bullied, when Ruby Rose was bullied, the group that I'm a part of, the the, the other the other uh, group, they posted the things like, let's just give them the support. And sometimes people were like, yeah, this this wrong. So uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I guess you're right. And 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 so the best the best way to counter all that negativity, we got to put out even more positivity. Mm-hmm. We, we just got to like, I, I, for one, I, for one, when Kelly Marie Chan was bullied off of, tw- of you know, uh, off her social media, I found any way I could to share, you know, on social media, just a little message of like, Hey, that's really stupid, but I just want you to know, I thought, I don't think that you should be right. kicked out of star Wars or anything. I thought you were like, it's not, don't, don't worry, stress about it. Like, yeah, uh, right. Kelly Thompson. Uh, she just wrote, I've had an amazing week, you guys, and this despite and despite this, uh, dudes on Twitter are still sliding into my DMs, accusing me of being an outsider to comics, even though I've been here for a decade. So I wrote, "You're writing so many amazing comics right now. You deserve all the success. Thank you so much for Rogan Gambit." And she and she said, "Thank you." That little thing help, helps. Mm-hmm. Instead of just like, I I know it, I know we it's don't hard. get we do, it doesn't get the social media attention that the negativity. No, does. and that's all. a bummer. Yeah, I wanted I wanted to add, but it exists. Wanted, yeah. Final question, kind of a. Sure. This is going to be a shitty question, I'm sure. <laughs> Do you guys think we'd be more popular if we were more negative? No. You know what? Maybe, but I wouldn't have I w- wouldn't have liked our fans cuz yeah. they would have been they in, instead of our comments saying, "Oh, this is great, cool." They'd be like, "Yeah, f this." And I do not want those kind of people in our fa- in, in our group. Right. It's it's possible. Um I'd like optimistically uh I'd like to think that no. I don't think our popularity would change. Um but maybe uh, but I like I like what we do. Yeah, it's what I care about. I care about trying to emulate being more like the superheroes we love, exactly, and trying to share that passion with people. Sure. And I think end of the day, that is still the stronger thing. Mo- uh, they're more vocal. Yeah. And they're more That's antagonistic, to, and they're yeah. they're more upsetting, and it's easy to get upset yeah. at them because of how bad it can be sometimes. That's why we got to rise above, man. But uh, oh. m- months and months Final ago, uh, real quick, months and months and months ago, our friend Richard, who who has interviewed with Copinger, he he said like, "Hey man, <clears> thanks guys for being a positive voice." Yeah. And you know, yeah, we don't have that many uh, we listeners. We gotta get that guy on here. Yeah, uh, we don't have that many listeners, but that doesn't matter. I don't think because you know what, I have one person reach out to me, and that's all I need. Yeah. That means I had a positive in, in influence on somebody's life. Yeah, on and that that's, n- that's perfect. We use that as your final thoughts. Yeah. On that note, Richard, email us when you want to come on. Do you have yeah, buddy. We use that as your final thoughts. No, no, <laughs> final thoughts. I my final thoughts are that it's very easy to be negative. It's very easy to ride the negativity train. It's it's easy to rag on something. It's a little harder to to defend something or say that you like something. And honestly, with us, I don't want to be negative. I mean, yeah, I enjoy. Um, ragging on things here and there. I know I've done my fair share of hating on things, but I don't want to do that all the time. I really just, I like talking about... Oh, yeah, you really hate the Cloverfield movies. I do, (laughs) but that doesn't mean... (laughs) I I hate the Cloverfield movies, but that doesn't mean I hate you. I'm going to just barge on you guys and go like, why do you like this? It's stupid. I just know that for me, my my brain, my person, and my being... Does not like those exactly. trick or movies. You don't have to like those movies, but you're not attacking the people who made them. Right? Exactly. That's it. I'm not. Yeah. You well, should delete that tweet where you attacked the guy who made <laughs> Cloverfield Paradox. By the way, if JJ. I, I, I didn't, but okay. I'm kidding. I mean, the only thing I would do is just like, hey, just pick a just pick a genre dick. Wait, but that's just me. However, pick a genre dick. No, pick a genre and stick with it. Got it. No, I like, like what's I, a genre I like dick? I like yours better. <laughs> 
Spark wrap it away. Up. Wrap it up, Ben. Uh, um, final thoughts. I said them before. I'll say these four words again. Don't be a dick. Let's watch more Twin Peaks. Oh, that's five. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I guess that'll do it. Uh, you got one more thing you want to say? I, I mean... Um, Don't be a dick. Yeah. I, I think that just understand that we can we we are so we're here because we're passionate about these these projects hashtag blast we care about them it's okay for us to be frustrated with the way things are being running <clears throat> venom or not pleased with the way certain products came out about characters that we love batman v superman mm, i was gonna say that um yeah. it's okay to have those feelings and it's okay to talk about them and criticize and, and discuss and debate and want to un- like share like why this upset me and try and understand our own feelings of like what bothered me about this what did i love about this because in in all ways all of these things are always the things that are appealing to us are reflections of ourselves and the things that upset us are also reflections of things in ourselves that either in our ourselves or our world that we don't like and we're trying to just manage our way through it and that's how all of this works. Also, like, it's okay to have a disagreeing opinion with someone. That's If everyone liked everything and there was no, there was no discussion, We'd get it'd, be bo- the darkness. it'd be yeah. boring as hell. Right. So right. having discussions is good. So it's, it's good. It's having both. civil discussions is yeah. good. Having a one-sided yell fest is bad. See, I so, almost got wrapped into those once, and I was able to get out of it by just saying I liked it. And then finally, he r- ran out of steam and said, "I'm gonna give up. I'm not gonna talk to this guy anymore." Good. So it's okay to do that, right. but but try to remember like where the line is of like this is something I like. This is not something that I need to uh, tear down someone else for making it. Mm-hmm. for liking it mm-hmm. or anything like that. It never needs to be that personal. It Everything always comes down to you and how you respond to something. And it's okay for your response to it to be negative, but your negativity has to be channeled the proper way. And you have to realize that that, that is on you and how you feel about it. And it's great to discuss it, but there's never a good reason to go and attack people for for making something you didn't like or saying something that you didn't like or supporting it. Or for being a different gender or race from you. That's also not good. Mm-hmm. So don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Don't be a racist dick either. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, be Show passionate me. about the Yo, things man, you love. If you love something, spread the word. Yeah. 100%. Share right. support. Well, if you're still listening, uh, audience, let's get into our book club. Hey, welcome to the Fake Nerd Comic Book Store. Can I help you find anything today? Yeah, hi. Um... Do you have any books? Can you be more specific? Um, anything readable? Well, that was a damn fine topic if I do say so myself. I really hope nothing overly dramatic happened. (laughs) (laughs) Way to peel back. (laughs) Way to peel back the (laughs) curtain there, buddy. (laughs) Ah, You universe, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, my book club for this week, uh, well, actually a couple weeks ago, Reborn. Book one, but let's ignore that. What, three weeks ago? Yeah, something like that. Who, yeah. Who's it by? By Mark Millar and Greg Capullo. Yay. Oh, um, an amazing book that had a kick-ass premise. There's only one book. There's no signs of a second one. Just what I always wanted from Mark Millar. Here's the, here's the thing. I really... So we, you alluded to this on the on the, on the the Steve Alton interview, Sparks. I did. I, did. Um, I think this works fine enough as a standalone, and if they never make a sequel, I'm fine. Yeah. Well, I'm totally fine with that, too. But the problem is they say end of book one, and they, yeah, don't, they, they just you say can ignore the it. end. You, I, you could, it. but it just bugs me. I, I, it's, it's one of those things where like that, 
we talked about it that episode because they just announced another one coming from him and it's yeah. like volume one of another book series Prodigy. that we're not going to get any Prodigy. more than one yeah. from mm-hmm. it's just like hey when I have lunch and I'm promised dinner and I don't get dinner yeah yeah that's all and, and by I the way think you're not getting dinner today to be honest with you um, it didn't bother me with Huck sure it does bother me with this one why yes. because in this one the world has so much more potential that I feel needed to be explored mm-hmm. and wasn't yeah, um, a lot of questions. So yeah, there's actually a, a few the, questions I have about the world of Reborn, and they're not answering this first the volume. The ending, the ending, I do think ru- is a little rushed. Uh, yeah, I think kinda. we, I think we sprint yes. to the end instead of kind of like jog, um, especially with all the setup that we get from the first three issues. Yeah, um, I think General Frost is pretty cool though. <laughs> yeah, he is. This, this yes. thing. the art in this is is exquisite. Some of the best I've seen Capola do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Mark Millar, you know, ever since he found God, apparently has been a great writer. Because yeah. <laughs> this is this is some really good stuff, honestly. Um, I don't love the chosen one thing. Right. So the main it, character, she uh, actually, I have, I have an issue with the end, with the with the ending. Uh, we'll get to about her. Um, but the main character, I forgot her name. Uh, I just read this this morning. <laughs> it's sitting in front of you. Yes, it's sitting. It's literally sitting in front of me. Uh, the main character is the chosen one, the queen of Adistria. Adistria? I don't know how you guys pronounced it. Um, I don't remember, Rhea. Asteria. That's how I said it. Adisteria? Asteria. It says a D. I'm looking. I'm looking. I think it's like Adistria or something like that. Anyway, doesn't matter. Fantasy world number five. (laughs) Um, Fantasy sci-fi world. So the idea is that that when you die, you go to this world. Bonnie? Is her name Bonnie? Bonnie. Bonnie. You go to this world, the uh, Adistria, or the good place, and if you're bad, you go to the bad place. The Shadowlands. It, the Shadowlands. So it's it's kind of like the show, The Good Place, but with but a fantasy. fantasy. Yeah. Um, and it's like it's, you become like the best version of yourself. And if you're really good, you have powers. And if you're really bad, you have powers. But like formed. There's a dragon with a lion's head that has sex with a with a with a with the bad guy. With the bad guy. Yeah. Uh, who it turns out to be like the killer. A d y s t r a ad adistria. Distria. Whatever. Sure. Why not? It's fake. Yeah. It's a fake word. <laughs> All words are made up. <laughs> oh yeah, Adistria? It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Whatever. Let's not keep figuring it out. Um, well, one of the things. Speaking of the end, um, I actually have a big problem with the ending because I do really like this book up until we get to the last issue when it's all of a sudden revealed that she might not be dead. And I really oh, didn't yeah. appreciate that, right? Because it's never alluded to up until the last three pages, right? Essentially. Oh yeah, yeah, right here, yeah. And she, I was she like wakes up a little bit. Yeah, and I'm like. Wait, we're led the, to believe the implication that, that it's a fever dream. That's a fever dream, and like, and like oh, if you wanted to, if you wanted to, like, she wakes up and she and she, it was a fever dream. Okay, that's a, that's an ending. That's how Kickass it's a ends. Dumb ending. That's how Kickass ends. Um, the third Kickass spoiler alert ends with Dave Lazuski still in the in the ER from the first attack from Kickass One. Really? Terrible. Are you that's, serious? That's terrible. I'm dead serious. <laughs> Which doesn't make sense why there's not the fourth volume. That's a bad trope. <laughs> um. And and so, I kind of and like if you want that that to be the ending, that's fine. And then you maybe allude to another thing, but it's like only a couple of pages, and it doesn't even add any drama, any drama, because it's never like she's like, oh no, I have to get back. It's not, oh no, was this real? Well, I understand on some level why it's there, which is that she was afraid of death, 
Yeah. And now she's showing she's not afraid she's of accepting death. accepting it. Sure, but if that was Because like she's not afraid line. of death because she realized that death isn't nothingness. And I'm like, okay. I yeah. mean, yeah, it's yeah. real easy to be brave about dying when also, death you know there's kinda, something there. Death seems kind of cool, guys. Depends and on uh, kind of you're kind you are, of yeah. awesome in the other world, so why yeah. wouldn't you be okay with death at that point? So that in that way, the message is stupid to me. And then, what, and then like, sometimes uh, so there's a bit, like, I wish... Like you guys said, it was a little bit more defined. Like sometimes your dog is a giant dog, and other times your cat is a talking general. Well, obviously all cats <laughs> are evil with ice powers. With ice powers, General Frost. I I thought he was really pissed about having his balls cut off, which like, I thought was a funny thing. I I Where are I, my I, testicles, Summer. See, like <laughs> I, exactly I I like, and at the same time, I dislike I dislike the, the entire premise because like it is it, it's like it is ill-defined what like. Is it just good equals good, bad equals bad? Because yeah. like, does everyone have shades of gray? Well, I think it's it's like the more good you are, the more powerful you are. Yeah, I didn't like that. It's yeah. here's why I didn't like that. It's it's because nothing in it establishes her as a good enough person to warrant she's the best. She's like the greatest person, person they of keep all time. Say, they keep saying she is, but we never see why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. It's yeah. a lot of telling and not showing. It's like, Bonnie, you are the best. You're the best. You always why? put each other, you always put others before yourself. Yeah. It's like, yeah. why you're, is she the best? You're, what you're does like she do? You're like the cookie cutter character right out of Sesame Street, so you're you're a superhero here. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't like you're that. Pretty, That's pretty why pretty I didn't like the chosen I mean, one thing. I wanted to see more about the dad when he grew up, because in the scene... When oh, yeah, he says, I came, I came here as a three-year-old. Yeah, he's like, when he because I guess when you die you're, and you're reborn into the, like the new, the next world, you're born it, as your best self. Or what he was said. a cool baby. Or it's just <laughs> like cool baby. Or it's like, hey, some people come in when they're older. Some right, people it's come random. In, like Bonnie comes in back in her twenties, and her dad is someone like, becomes his, a god. I think it's just whatever the plot determines. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, she a was a queen. Oh no, her friend was the queen of the fairies. A yeah. god. So, so what I would have preferred is that there was no chosen one prophecy, and and you kind of wind up in that world. And if you're good, if you were more or less a good person then you're inclined toward good things you you're brought into a good place you have good things right right set up for you right because nobody's reborn as a baby. the good place yeah mm -hmm. yes but if you're if you were bad the you could you either come back things. as a you get suffering lawyer or a demon right yeah mm -hmm. so so that is fine but more or less from there you should be like given the opportunity and potential to achieve yes the the best self also, and and those things but you shouldn't just have it also i'm really confused you can die in this world. Yes. So then what's next? That's what's I, my I, biggest... Okay. I didn't mind that. Yeah. I didn't mind this idea that like you die and then you wind up in this world and then you die in that world and you go on to something else. I, think I like a, that idea. That's a book two thing. As like furthering on towards yeah. other things. Like when, when the fairy lady dies that's my favorite and she character. sees her husband in the white. Yeah. Yes, that's great. I don't mind that at all. I like that. I'm like, that's really cool uh, that you can keep like dying and going to different things. Like yeah. there's always another thing. I don't mind that. That's totally fine. What I wish is that instead of this chosen prophecy, it's like you die, you're a good person, cool, you're set up in a position where you can achieve great things, mm -hmm. but you still have to work you have to, earn to it. get it. Uh, like It would have been cool if we skipped time in this other world, it wasn't done this fast. Because mm -hmm. yeah, she just gets into a fight and she just like knows. So the villain, how to be a sword yeah, they keep saying like your powers will show up. Yeah. Like like, like so you can have instincts and everything, but you, there's still like time to hone it, time to earn things, time to do mm -hmm. all this. Because her dad's there for all this time. Yeah, it's implied, and then she's like, "Never mind, I know how to do everything. I'm the super. I'm Neo." Yeah, yeah. and she, so the villain in this book is Golgoth, is the Minneapolis shooter. Yes, yeah, uh, and he was so bad that he starts to rule the Shadowlands. I thought that was, and that that. So I actually have a problem with that reveal because it's done. Why do I care? 
so so another thing I would have liked about that because I think that is good. Like you're you're this really bad person, so you're the villain here, and it's parallels yeah. of hero and yes. villain. Like you were a really good person, and this person was not directly, you know, your problem, but they were within your sphere, mm-hmm. right? I'd like that same thing, and then you realize through the book that everybody she associates with is in some way connected in her sphere from the other world. Mm-hmm. So when people pass on, it's almost like this own little more privatized sphere of influence mm-hmm. to a certain degree. So like, it's not that that many, that sniper was the worst person in the world. They were the worst person in this See, that's one what, sphere of the, of that was life. my problem. Cause right. if it's supposed to be this big sprawling world, it felt like everything was so well connected right. when it's like, he says it, it's three times the size of earth. That's huge. Yeah. So it just so happens that the greatest person and the worst person happen to live in the same exact city at the exact yeah. same time and, his, and are interconnected. His, his plot, his like over, his like villain plot. To go back. I really wish we would have had more time with the villain to get a little bit more about this character, other yeah. than like I'm evil. Twist, yeah, like twist. The first mustache. couple issues slowly work your way in, and then the last couple issues are just like they pound you over the head with so much stuff, yeah. and it's like there's not enough time. Okay, we're done. Is essentially what happens. No, yeah. the first few issues of this, I was really into it because I, you know, you guys know me. I love fantasy stuff. I love shit like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, me too. That's why I picked this. Yeah, but then once we got to like when we see uh, Golgarth, what was his name? Golgoth. 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 Goth, okay. Golgoth. Golgoth. You gotta say like Golgoth. Golgoth. Like a Klingon. Yeah. Yeah. So we get to Golgoth and I'm thinking, okay, so he's like Supreme Bad, um, last um, super supreme demon. Bangs dragons. And bot bang dragons. Bangs dragons with the lion's head. But then, of course, I'm sitting there thinking, it's like, all right, so in this world, everyone goes there and she says, oh, I can't find mom. And I'm, you know, oh, they haven't found, the dad hasn't found the mom yet. And she's trying to find her husband, which is, okay, that's cute. But at the same time, I'm thinking, why do I have the sinking suspicion that the big bad is the dude who killed her husband? Surprise, well, surprise. The, 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 the thing about finding her, her husband, her ex-husband, who's now remarried uh, in this new I world. I thought that was mm-hmm. nice. No, yeah. I like that too. Again, we don't spend enough time with that yeah. emotional reveal. It's just like, okay, hug, I accept it. I'll go find him because I'm a nice person. I was like, mm-hmm. wait a minute. Uh, no, that uh, would... Uh, the, the nicest person. The nicest person. It's like, wait a minute. you just been... You're not even going to live with that for a minute. No, I'm just going to let that go. We don't have issues. We don't I have enough time. Be, I would be like, all right, I'm going to have to process this for a little while. I get it's been 14 years, but I still have to process this shit. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I kind of would have liked that the a little bit more. Like if the like if the fifth issue was just she's not dead, and like she's like, oh, I just found out it's like not it's not it's not bad there, and she has you know she has this time to be like I I'm not. You know, I'm ready. To, I'm ready to go. I'm not scared anymore. You know, say goodbye to her daughter and a granddaughter, and then that's then the next issue, like she's back or something. Like, like you I know, still don't bit. think there's enough time. But again, that's my problem. Is like yeah. those last three issues. This well, truthfully, this probably shouldn't have been a six issue miniseries, um, because those last no, three it issues should be um, a book one of a longer series of, of five books. <laughs> but yeah. this, this, there's not enough time dedicated to the stuff <coughs> at the end of the book. It's stretched too thin. But yeah. End of the day, great art. Yeah, really cool concept. Mm-hmm. Uh, potential to be a gigantic epic series if explored properly, but it isn't. It's not well world built. Yeah, mm-hmm. like one of the problems I had is because I saw people dying in like book two and book three, or in issues two and three. And I'm saying, yeah, going, please, oh, there's no book two yet. Yeah, no, in issues two and three, 
So I'm thinking, what happens to you after you die in this world? Do they know? And we kind of got an answer with the Queen of the Fairies with her best friend, Sir Your Husband. So, that, okay, there is something else afterwards. But still, it's like, it still doesn't really explain. It's just a tease, but it's just adding way more to the mythology and you don't yeah. know enough already. Right. Yeah, I mean, I get that there are some, there are some properties. Spend more time on what we are already well, here for. In other words, this is like, John Wick is a, does it in a way where you still don't know have a lot of questions, but that doesn't hinder your experience. This gives me questions, but it hinders my experience because I want those damn questions answered. Well, and, and I think for the worst thing, that the, the whole chosen prophecy makes it so I can't really connect with the main character at all. Right. Yeah. It's like, yo, this the just needed one. to be better built. My favorite sure. character was the Queen of the Fairies because she, spe- she, she spent her whole life devoted to God, being the best person possible. I and then it turns really out everything she knew was a lie. And I that, love the dad. And that ruined her. And yes. and, she, and because she is still always a good person at heart, she eventually becomes that good person right. still. That's so great. And she's just like, I seriously don't She should have been the care. freaking main character. No, she was great. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That would have been actually a good. You know, maybe she wasn't like changing the whole Queen of the Fairies thing, and that she's the character we follow. She's way more. She has. She has. She had this faith, and then she's like, "Well, Jesus isn't here. Or, what do I do?" She, or she's more challenged been, than Bonnie is. Or yeah. its own. Its own. Like again, this has potential. It could have been this giant series that could have been one whole book. Is her yeah. story. Mm-hmm. Like and and you have the potential to like eventually show what happens in the next world. What Mark is Millar that? has There's not. There's so much here. Mark Millar has not proven to us. Especially because the, se- the JJ Abrams of the comic book world. Especially because the sequel to Kingsman. Ooh, you're not wrong. Yep, he hasn't nice. finished anything. The, especially because the sequel to Kingsman was not written by him. Like he has not proven to us that he is a Robert Kirkman. Robert Kirkman has three ongoing books at one time. <laughs> he's <laughs> such like yeah. he's on might, time each how, time. However you might feel about Robert Kirkman or his stuff or whatever, he is a world builder. Yeah. He knows how to build a giant world that you can explore and delve into character histories and he takes his time to unveil those stories. Yeah. This needed that kind of treatment to be good. Yeah. Yeah, and, and mm-hmm. you have this you have the problem that Mark Millar is just kind of like, well, I'll do the six issue mini series and then I'll do this other six issue mini series and then I'll do this other six issue mini series and then I'll do this other one. Maybe I should go back to the other one. No, no I'll do this other one instead. Yeah. Or I'll just do kick ass again. Huh. He's not He's not writing it. The new oh. Kick-Ass is not written by Com- him. Oh. Comparing this, Huck had everything I needed in that one story for me to connect yeah. and feel like that story was flushed it was, out. It was small this scale. This was yeah. total opposite. Yeah. It didn't have anywhere near enough for me to get uh, everything I wanted yeah. out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I I, I, don't get me wrong. I still like Reborn. I, I think will this still, is a lot of fun. Yeah. I will still recommend Reborn. The art's great. I oh. think Capullo's art does a lot for me. Oh, yeah. yes. A lot. Because yeah. he draws some of the coolest dragon monsters and like monster demons. And, like General Frost is like a cool killer. I love the yeah. design yeah. of General he's Frost. Yeah, he's, he's an evil cat man. He breathes like I, uh, ice. It's I so loved, cool. I love the monsters. I lo- even love the big bad. I even love the design of the lion head. Yeah, I, I even, just can't go over that. I think yeah. so, Brad. So I even love the designs of the weapons and the and the way the world is. Is how it's a sci-fi fantasy mix. Mm-hmm. I love it. It kind of reminds me of Ruby a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, reminds it's me just of Destiny a little bit. The main storyline, it doesn't completely piss me off. But there are things where I'm, I was reading and thinking, how come this isn't a thing? It's how shallow. come this hasn't a thing? Of where, like. Look how cool that is! Yeah, I'm yeah. showing them a splash page, one panel splash page, where they're just rocking over the thing, and you just see a, this, this a huge b- chasm, chasm yeah. with battles. The, like, the, the art that's is incredible. Capula, yeah. the yeah. art is so good. But and then this splash page, where is the the villain? I'm gonna bang my dragon going now. Going to the dragon yeah. lady. Like, but then, no, that's a dude. Yeah. They're both dudes. <coughs> oh, okay, good. Yeah. Um, it's like I wish great. to make love to I, my sweet dragon <laughs> over my head. It's just too shallow. Yeah. The whole thing mm-hmm. as a story is just too shallow. If there just, are great character moments. Yeah. But there isn't a but, lot of 
plot. The focal point is Bonnie, and she's not interesting. No. So if your main character is interesting, it's hard for you to connect. Well, my biggest problem is that from issue one, it's set up with this whole thing where she was afraid to die. Mm -hmm. And then that's the turnaround at the end is like, oh, she's actually not dead yet, and she's not afraid, so she embraces it. And I'm like, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, you should have that You know that there's something after death. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. Right. Yeah. And we may... We sound negative on this book, but I think overall, like it's it's a fun read. Just like you can't call it book one, like expecting there, us to like. Here, here's it's, the thing. It's so more, we're we're, yeah. ne- we're negative on it. I feel like because we wanted more. Yeah. yeah. Because this is a good premise. Yes. And it's even a good book. Mm-hmm. It's just it could be great. It's yeah. it's more upsetting because it isn't bad. It's just poorly thought out. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a question for you before we wrap this up. Uh, if you knew this was the next world. Would you just go off yourself right now? I'd be dead right now. Yeah, I'd wrap my real. No, I mean I'm a great person, so I'd probably end up like a cool like six arm like warrior god. Yeah, totally. No, yeah, no. I I do a lot more good karma. Yeah, for real. <laughs> to make sure that I'm awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I, would, like, I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't immediately go now. <laughs> I mean, I mean, to, truth be told, I, I wouldn't just go and just off myself right off the bat. But then, but then I'd because, be a, because you don't know what suicide might lead to in oh you're right you're right yeah, you point. could end up for the shadow land in the in the badland or whatever i don't know have you seen they have pretty they have sexy dragon that's not, lines. that's not a good thing everything you put your loved ones through by killing yourself yeah. true uh, sure. no man but I, i'm glad i haven't done it yet because I, I would de- <laughs> but what i would definitely do in case i came back in case i woke up and i was in my uh, uh like my teens i would definitely uh go brush up on my sword play quite a bit yeah. uh, imagine coming back but you're like 90 that's like, what happens. Oh to, shit! Like, I'm, how is this? I'm the wise old grizzled <laughs> wizard. Okay, uh, I would age again. All right. I grow my beard and find a wizard garb. <laughs> just be like, well, this is me now. This is uh, I'm Merlin. Sen- <laughs> essentially, this is like a, a Dungeons and Dragons thing come to life, and that's like my perfect world. Yeah, yeah. sure. Um, all right. Anything more we want to add? I hope. I wish there was a book too. I wish this was uh, stronger. Which yeah. was fleshed out more. Yeah, yeah. This could be. This could have been really, really cool. Yeah, yeah. I agree. It still is cool, especially when it was announced because this is the first book he did after Batman, and like all eyes. He were hadn't done. He hadn't done uh, an indie book since Spawn. Essentially, yeah. he did Batman for like five years straight. Yeah, and it's like, hey, this is my next big thing with Mark Millar. So everyone was so hyped. I'm like, yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's fine. All right, Sparks, your book club next week. What do you got? Uh, I Black. It's called Black. It's called Black by Kwanzaa. I can't pronounce your last name. I apologize. That's a weird last name. It's uh, it's t- I don't. I will be offensive if I try to say sure. it. Sure. Yeah. Um, this is a volume one. It's it's Kwanzaa spelled K W A N Z A. It is a volume one, but there has been no other volume released. Mm-hmm. It's six issues. Uh, this was, I think it was three years ago. Uh, it was released. I kickstarted for this. Um, it's really cool. It's essentially all about um, in a world where. They are already feared and hated. What if black people were the only people with superpowers? Cool. Um, I've been wanting to do this one for a while, so I'm excited to get to it. All right. <sighs> All right. Good I'm gonna, luck. I'm just going to try it. Yeah. I, I don't even want to. His name is Kwanzaa Osayefo. Maybe. There's a J in there, so I don't know how to pronounce it. I know. It's, re- it's hard. All right. That'll do it for the episode this week. Uh, thank you so much to everyone who listens. Uh, next week, we'll be at Long Beach Comic Con. Or at least some of us will be. Uh, Sparks, perhaps on Sunday. Part-time, part-time, Maybe. part-time. part-time. All right. I'm a part-time fake nerd. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we'll figure out what we're going to do next week. We're pretty lost without any films. Uh, as always, we're a Funko affiliate, guys. Very exciting oh. for us. Uh, please click the link in the description. You cannot uh, help us if you don't click the link in the description. So, again, link in the description. And at checkout, use promo code LDW15. It's the number 15. That's, that's a new one. 
That's the new one for Labor Day. Mm. It is uh, good until Monday. It. That's tomorrow. Uh, we posted on Instagram, so we've had we've had all weekend. Oh yeah, and, and if you do it after Monday, it's shop ten. It's and if you do it after Monday, it is shop ten. Yes, uh, and probably a different link. And link, sorry. Um, we linked a lot of things. Yeah, no Zelda. Um, you can buy you can buy some cool stuff like there's there's some new Funkos as well as um you remember the the Pixar short in front of uh, Incredibles Dow yes yes bow? you can bow you can buy that little that little guy really you can on the no? Funko website it's, it's sold out. You can't buy that anymore. Oh. We are liars. That, We're sorry. That sold, that sold out in like an hour, dude. Wow. Damn. But Damn. can I get a Blue Eyes White Dragon? Yes, you can. And a Seto Kaiba? Yes, you can. Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted that bow one because he came in the he came bun in the box. Thing, in the, yeah. he, came in the, he came in the dim sum box? <laughs> yeah. Or the dumpling box? That's really cute. Aww. Well, if he comes back in stock, you can buy him. He, he won't. probably won't. Look for him on eBay. I'm sorry, I disappointed. We don't have a code for that. I'm sorry. No. Sorry, yeah, or at Long Beach, way overpriced. Sorry, dude. I just know because I was looking for that thing the day it came out, and I'm like, nope, that's gone. All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Um, thank you to Jeremy Bellucci, who thank does you. our theme music and intros as uh, to our I segments. Miss you, Jeremy. You can find him at, at Jeremy Bellucci Keyboards on Instagram. Uh, you can find his show on iTunes, obviously, but you find it at facebook.com slash Suburban Proctologist Official. Instagram's at sub- Subproc Podcast. The show is Suburban Proctologist. I did not say what it was. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a good show. Uh, rate and review that if you can. Uh, it's really funny. Mike Matola, friend of the show. We Mike, love Mike, you. Mike. Uh, very talented. He's doing something on. Ins- he's do- been doing these like woodcraft things on Instagram. It's really impressive. Heck yeah, dude. Uh, you can find him at Mike Matola. He did our logo. Um, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. All at Fake Nerd Podcast. FakeNerdGuys at gmail.com. If you'd like to get in touch with us personally, you can find me at BT McClure on Instagram and Twitter. Ryan. You can find me at Crazy Rich Agents Suppressed 110 million at the Domestic Box Office. Domestic that's not. That's it's a horrible I'm at, Instagram I'm at, title. I'm at DJ Tony Snark. Uh, uh, ben. Ben Magnet 27 on Instagram or Twitter. Spark. I'm at BT McClure at gmail.com. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, I'm at Sparks Witty on Instagram and Twitter. S P A R K Z Witty. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Do you get it? Yeah, dude. I'm witty. Yeah, I know. Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Rate and review wherever you get us. We greatly appreciate it. Nothing helps more than a review on iTunes. Nothing uh, helps more. Nothing helps more. Really, it doesn't. It doesn't. Until next week, guys. Stay fake, nerds. <laughs>